0: Any other games you like this week, Bill? Did you have a chance to look? No, I haven't looked
1: yet, but okay. How about you? You're the pride
2: and joy of Chicago, Bears, Bears. I learned something from Bill. I'll be a homer today. I'm going to take the Giants over the Bears. Look for a bounce-back game for Saquon Barkley in the Giants' run game as they'll get the win versus the Bears. Trubisky will air it out. End zone, touchdown. Makes the connection with Mooney. How do you like me now? It's Trubisky. Threw the ball to ten different guys. Seems like he's trying to get his team involved, and they're rewarding him. Trubisky throws it, on! and it's caught by the offensive lineman, Messi! What a chain of events here for Chicago. The big thing is we came out with a win. Uh, my line, do what they do best. They they went out and blocked their asses off. 2-0 is, is, is delicious. I'll eat that every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Yeah, you know, Claude, dog. Yes, we on a Wednesday. Doug. Doug. When I tell I you I ain't gonna take it, I got hands on the nation. Woo! Check my reputation. Woo! Yeah, that school board still wanna know that my tomb is vacant. That's why I'm undefeated. <laughs>
3: about
1: to whip somebody's ass undefeated and it feels red hot coming up on this week's zero doggs the bears are 2 and 0 oh. After a big home win against the Giants, we will dissect everything that happened in that game as well as previewing the Week 3 battle in Georgia against the Falcons. We will talk all about that as well as different gambling angles in hams and bread. Then Rick Fieldsman will visit during hams and spreads to give his red-hot take on the NFL and maybe the Bears game. Hard to say. Who knows? We will give our Bears fantasy advice during Bears fantasy Tennessee Corner, as well as a little bit of baseball talk, a lot of Big Ten talk, Big Ten Minute comes back, Big Ten coming back soon, and Fans and Eggs visits Atlanta. That's going to be great. Jam-packed and ready to roll, Zerdoinks! Zero doinks, zero doinks, zero doinks, zero doinks,
0: zero doinks. Zero
1: Zerodogs, Zerodogs! Oh man, it feels so good having the Bears two and zero undefeated, baby! After beating the Giants this weekend, Dan Doinks, how you doing, buddy? Doing great. Happy Tuesday to
0: ya! <coughs> yeah, we record. We oh my god, we record this on Tuesday night. Yeah, if you thought we recorded this. Wednesday morning when Bill releases you're a fucking idiot. Nope, Tuesday night. Happy Tuesday to you, Bill. Bears 2 and 0. Oh, it feels so nice. There was a caller on Kaplan and Hood on Monday who legitimately said he wishes he was a fan of the Falcons who were Owen 2 cuz they had sexier losses than our win- <laughs> than our wins were. So that was like, Bears fans, you're a mess right now. I, myself included, we're all a mess right now for a 2-0 and team. You would have thought that we just lost to Appalachian State after the fucking reaction off Twitter. But I'm doing great, Bill. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Oh, it is my pleasure to have you on your own podcast. It feels so, so good. I know, not a great... Monday Tuesday for uh for sports radio I'd say for the fans calling in you're right it's like I understand that this team isn't perfect even Matt Nagy understands this team isn't perfect he said they've just been playing okay like he's not you know he's not thinking that they don't have room for improvement but Bears fans we're 2 and 0 baby let's just chill the fuck out we're in a pandemic there was no preseason we're undefeated, baby. I know we, we all of us were having heart attacks at about three o'clock the last two Sundays, so that's part of it. Like I, I still feel stressed out, just pacing around my television. But we won, and things are perfect.
0: It feels like it's going to be a lot of this this year, right? Like we're gonna just every game's gonna be a close game, whether we're shit in the bed or we're chipping away at it. And we're probably, it, it kind of feels, it feels a little Cubs-like. Like, maybe we're going to rip off a bunch of wins, but we might be a little fraudulent. It might be some luck involved that may show up, hopefully, in the playoffs. You never know. But, uh, that's just how I feel about this team right now. Nah. But it's two games. Like I'm not ready to, <laughs> I'm not ready to claim that I wish I was zero and two with the fucking right. Falcons over a two and zero Bears. Stop
1: it, Bears fans. Grow up. Grow up. Grow the fuck up. Well, let's talk about the good first. Let's talk about that first half. You were watching at a softball field. Is that accurate on your phone? Tell me about that experience. I don't know if that's that, starting with something good, but here you go.
0: Yeah, that's correct. I had three softball games to watch, two different locations. First game started at noon, so let's hear it, Bill. Crisp, very crisp. Thank you. Yeah, Rams. so I watched. I, I watched for my phone, and that's always a tricky move to, you know, bounce back and forth between Bears fans, deadbeat dad trying to pay attention, you know, shit like that, but. Not a great viewing experience, but, you know, it got the job done, sort of. Did
1: you, uh, did you let out any yelps with any of the touchdowns, either to Montgomery or Mooney in the first half, or did you play it pretty cool outside the field, if you will, outside the diamond? The only
0: yelp that I gave was a terrible yelp review for the schedule maker of this fucking softball league scheduling these goddamn games double triple headers starting at noon on Sundays what is wrong with you I think I made the mention of this before they're un-American that's just mean during a pandemic too come on just stop it just stop it
1: seriously I mean let's give Dr. Fauci a call maybe he can reschedule a few things you dumb schedule makers for softball you dumb asses well Pro Football Focus, our favorite website. Do you still subscribe, Dan? No. Nope. Do you still pay the monies? You don't. I that's good because a lot of their shit seems free on Twitter right now, so why pay anything? Uh Jermaine Affidi. Affidi, I believe. Number one rated guard in week two in all of the NFL that he has been setting the tone for the running game if you will right he's been unbelievable thank you new coach Juan Castillo and Effetti what do you think about that Dan
0: yeah I think it's very evident in the running game Montgomery looks way different this year even though he's gonna try to get a serious injury pretty much every week or every other week and just scare everyone um that guy's tough as nails huh I mean he'd he completely broke his neck on Sunday and then, oh, here he comes. Yeah, no big deal. Just brush it off. I I couldn't believe that, but that offensive line has improved. I'd let, I would I assume the two guys he mentioned, they I assume we were just going to give them credit. Why not? They had 135 rushing yards as a team, which is pretty fucking sweet. 4.2 average. Now, probably should have scored in the second half, guys. Offense. Come on, guys, but the, uh, that offensive line is looking pretty sexy overall.
1: They are, and if you look at year over year, so through the first two weeks, and this is a compliment to Matt Nagy as well, 60 rushing attempts versus 44, 284 yards versus 199, about the same rushing average, 4.7 this year, 4.5 last year. That surprised me, uh, but that that's good. And, yeah, David Montgomery, man. Let's just give a moment of appreciation for that guy. He looks, he looks awesome. That dude, like he's not super fast, like he doesn't have elite speed, but he's got he's got a lot of wiggle and yeah, just uh, absolutely tough. He, you know, between his groin and that concussion slash shoulder slash neck injury slash paralysis that it seemed like he had for a minute, unbelievable. And he's great out of the backfield with his hands, great hands, just awesome player. Happy that he's a bear. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, it, he's you're right. That that touchdown catch he had was that was beautiful. Just the awareness to sort of cut it back to into the middle of the field was was that was a great play overall. I mean, that was I don't know. That didn't feel like that didn't feel like our bears that that particular play but monty i'm glad he's healthy i'm worried about him i'm worried he's gonna get seriously hurt because he seems like he's actively trying to see what how far he could take his body before it gets
1: really hurt (laughs) stay on your feet monty just stay on your feet the only things i want you diving at are pylons baby Uh, let's talk about Mitch as we're talking about the offense. So going back to pro football focus, I saw you tweeted something or had a comment to the tweet that he led the offense as the highest rated week Two bear. And we're talking about Montgomery versus Mitch there. I would have gone with Montgomery, but again, don't understand pro football focus. So we'll move on there. We can talk about it in a sec. If you want, you can, you can respond, but the, um, They did, Sam Monson, who has been like a Mitch hater, that's a stupid word, but he really has been ever since they drafted him, he wrote an article about Mitch saying uh, that, quote, Mitch will lead the Bears to the playoffs if he continues to play at his improved level in 2020, unquote. That is Sam Monson, pro football focus. We shit on you, pro football focus, but... That caught my eye. he has been improved, and there are some stats to prove it. Dan, do you want to hear them? Yes, I do, so this is just, and it's so stupid. It's through two weeks, so you know, small sample size, but just looking at what he's done this week versus or these two weeks versus the last two years this it's it's just it's just a reminder of how gross the last couple of years have been with mitch so 2018 which we all have said all like think to ourselves that was the good mitch year he started the year after two weeks two touchdowns and two picks total combined through the first two weeks last year 2019 he had zero touchdown passes and one interception through two weeks this year five tutties two picks so that's some improvement he's re- he's uh his quarterback rating is number 17 in the league which is that's all we want which is sad for you know the number 2 pick of the draft but that's what we've been talking about give us middle of the road offense elite defense and we have a chance to actually be a good team would you be satisfied with this Mitch Trubisky the rest of the year if this was his level
0: ah oh, i no I want him to be better This is his fourth fucking year He he feels like a guy I, I sound like a radio caller now on the score But he feels like a guy He's definitely better from last year But he feels like a guy who's just Kind of figured it out a little bit But he still has a lot of Room to grow He feels like a second year guy Not a fourth year guy So he, I, it, it, This is better than last year He's He's I don't know if he's not killing us, but fuck man, when we play a team that's that we need him? I don't know that he can do it. Everything feels so hard with him. the offense everything seems so Ooh. difficult Ooh. but everything seems so fucking hard i mean it's it's not a fair comparison when you, <laughs> but when you <laughs> but when you watch like Russell Wilson or you know uh even even like even I watch a Cleveland game last Thursday, like Baker hasn't been anything special, but he's confident out there. Like he knows where he's going to throw it. He he just steps into it. This throws it. Mitch still seems like he's guessing. And the the offense in general doesn't. It, it just feels like we're just throwing to spots. We want Allen Robinson to run amongst three guys and just sit there. And Mitch is going to sail it and he's going to make an awesome catch or he's going to tip it. We don't. We're not like hitting anybody in the, on in the in stride in the middle of the field. We're hitting. Maybe we're hitting Anthony Miller on a long pass. We're gonna take like two deep shots. That's it. It doesn't feel. It just. I don't know. It just. It's frustrating that everything feels so fucking hard. It feels like we're in third down immediately. Still, nonstop. Am I wrong? There is that a. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we're two and zero. I'm happy that Mitch has improved slightly, but fuck, man. He's still, what did you say? He's 17th overall right now. I would have guessed like low 20s if I if you made me guess.
1: Yeah, he's ahead of uh, your boy that you were just talking about, Baker Mayfield, Teddy Bridgewater, Br- uh, Brady, uh, Watson. But, again, it's two weeks and, and passer rating isn't everything. He is tied for ninth in touchdowns with Patrick Mahomes, and ahead of Goff, Watson, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray. But, again, so in, in that context, it's like, yeah, if you had told me that, like, in, after the season, if he is top 10 in touchdown passes and top 16, 17 in passer rating, I'm going to answer the question I just asked you, Dan. I'm fucking taking it. I'm taking it, and I'm running with it. And I, And I agree that should expectations have been higher for Mitch – In general, yes, but I'm beyond that point of ever thinking that he's going to live up to his draft billing, as are you, and you're not saying that either. Yeah, right. But but yeah, and yes, do do things feel very hard with the Bears offense (laughs) more times than not outside of the first half against the Giants in the fourth quarter against Detroit? Yes, yes. That is such a Bears thing, and it's very frustrating. And I don't know the cause, but it's like sometimes they can look so good and then Equally, they can be so goddamn frustrating, but, uh, but I'm gonna say it: if this is Mitch all year, we'll be in the we'll be in the playoffs, and that's all I would have asked in the preseason. But we don't know what this Bears team is yet until we play better teams, of course, right? I'm I'm not gonna say that the Lions and the Giants are gonna be you know great measuring sticks.
0: If this is Mitch all year long, like gun to head right now what do you do with mitch next year
1: i mean i guess do you franchise him for a year like i i, I guess and but that's also assuming that you sign a rob to an extension because he's the he's the uh franchise guy right now if it, he one year at 20 million on average that would make sense for alan robinson so I guess I, I know that's where the bear. We we've been talking about this since January. I think on zero dunks, it's like the Bears are completely caught in between with Mitch. No matter what, unless he just explodes on the scene the last fourteen weeks, which nobody's going to expect him to all of a sudden become an elite quarterback. We all we all know that, but I know it's God damn it! This is it's so Bears. It's just so Bears.
0: Yeah it is it's way too early it's not even a fair question i know bears It's talk radio still they can't even help themselves they're worrying about that shit and bringing up cam newton stop bringing up cam newton he didn't want to come here because they no. were ready to give up on mitch like right they could have given they would have had to completely hang up on mitch which is fine we, we we're on record i would have been fine with that just yeah. to say mitch we're done with you you're gone you can be a backup, but we're gonna sign your replacement. And they weren't ready to do that. So the nope, they stop were not. saying, "Oh, the Bears could have signed Cam Newton for a million bucks." Not a fucking chance. He took that with the Patriots, who are proven winners, and he didn't have to compete with jack shit. So stop it. Stop. Don't stop losing sleep over that shit. But back to the Bears' offense. Anthony Miller with no catches. He's our number two receiver. That cannot happen like that's the shit that's like everything seems hard oh you can't Ugh. that just that just can't happen right and i know he dropped that one long pass but he had three targets like that we were spreading the ball real good spread him Ooh. last last week against the lions and this week it, we're back to the same old shit well, No,
1: this week this week we spread it to 10 plus people again though and we Mooney did. actually, Mooney had more snaps than uh, than Miller. I think it's. I think it okay. I think Miller's in the doghouse a little bit. Like Nagy called him out for two routes that he cut off short. Like I don't know what's going on. That just that just it's frustrating. Like Miller is so fucking talented. Like you see it in Week One, right? And that guy just cannot put two weeks together in a row either. And he's and he got punished. Like Mooney. Mooney took his snaps. So I don't know if that's just a challenge to Miller or if that's like, or if we're going to see more of that. I have no idea.
0: Yeah. I didn't, I actually didn't know that, that uh, Mooney was out there for more snaps than Miller. You're right. There always just is something with him. Something right. He's getting dumb penalties or that the staff does seem frustrated with him, but man, you got to get the ball in that dude's hands. Like you get, you got to figure it out. I mean, Mooney is great. I mean that that's, pace should get credit for drafting that dude i think he's going to be great but we he's not he's not there yet we can't rely all on a rob we got to we got to get we got to get miller in the mix but speaking of mooney that touchdown catch like that was a nice play mitch did you see the ball that he threw to mooney oh my god that looked horrible it, that it looked did. so
1: bad it it did but again it's like like mitch is like he can't do totally right with bears fans like that's the and I'm not making fun of you but it's like that was an improvised play it like on paper it looks great you see the ball and it was floppy as shit yeah and and but it was still a great play it was still an improvised play so i so I'm caught in between two where it's like Mitch is so damn frustrating, but it's like I'm in between. I don't want to give him too much credit for a play like that, but then it's like. But I turn on talk radio on Monday morning, and and I hear exactly what you said. It's like, yeah, that was great, but it wasn't a tight enough spiral for me, the Bears fan from Cicero. So it's like, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know how to feel like, and I think that's part of it. None of us know how to feel about this team because we've seen four years of. At least four years, right? Is this the fifth year, I think you said, right, of Mitch? Or no, is this the four. fourth this year? I don't even year. know. I don't even know. And it's like, I I just, I guess what I'm saying is, I'm I'm a conflicted Bears fan.
0: I hear you. And I look, it is what it is. We're stuck with Mitch, and I want him to do well. But I think I'm also allowed to nitpick that type of shit because I'm okay with this first- and second-year guy throwing a duck just because the defender fell down and Mooney ran a nice play back. But that's not going to always work. And they, I mean, this is a fourth year guy. So I think he's well deserving of the criticism of not having these fucking fundamentals. I mean, he is a fucking quarterback footwork guy this year. What took you so fucking long? And that guy posted a picture on Instagram of working with Mitch on Monday or whatever it was. Like, I didn't like that either. That's a bad look. It's like, oh, we're still practicing on the side. It's like, man, come on. You think Aaron Rodgers is out there? You know, Danica Patrick's out there. Take, oh, nope, they they broke up, didn't they? Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. I was going to say he's not getting under center with Danica Patrick on a Whoa. Monday morning. Oh, if you look know what out. I mean? Uh, new house in Malibu. Let's fuck. But I think I I'm I'm also. T- I don't know. I'm done with Mitch. I'm still done with Mitch, but I, st- I want him to do well. I, The best-case scenario f- is at the end of the year for this to be a difficult decision for the Bears. What do we do with Mitch? But it has to be all or nothing. We can't be like, well, maybe he'll improve. No, this is it. This is it, man. Either you figure it out or you don't. We played two teams that are they're in the bottom five right like the lions are legitimately a team that's gonna be gunning for the number one pick next year the giants are trash not as bad as as the lions i mean saquon getting hurt definitely doesn't help them but you know it's i I get it like i i know i've turned into full-blown call (laughs) calling into the score guy but it's stuff that worries me, and it's each week will be different. Like this is a different animal this week because we easily could be down two touchdowns quickly, and then we have to rely on Mitch. Now, what? Now, what are we made of? And he can't be throwing fucking ducks, Clifton cool. Duck.
1: That's right, Clifton Duck. Let's hey, what you doing, Clifton? Let's get you back. Hopefully, if that's the case, then we have fourth quarter Mitch at Detroit, and not quarter one through three, Mitch. <laughs> So let's talk about three plays here that were uh, quite impactful in this Bears-Giants game. Um, While we're talking about Mitch and A-Rob, interception in A-Rob's direction that the Giants player made a play on. First of all, was that pass interference? Second, I don't know if you saw any of the stills on Twitter. Second of all, who... Who would you put blame on if anybody for that or do you just give credit to the Giants DB?
0: I thought it was a great play. I pass interference? Is that what is that the the argument? That is guess, well
1: that's the, that's the argument on that I I didn't think it at the time and the stills uh, show the um the DB holding A-Rob's arms down before the ball got there. Easy to see on a still obviously. Yeah, I'm not okay. I'm not ripping on the refs, but so I guess that would be the answer with the uh with the benefit of seeing a picture as opposed to seeing it live which is not fair
0: I just thought it was a great play by the defender I don't know if there's anything more than that like it was just a tug of war with the ball and the, the defender came down with it how do you think like Bears fans would be more upset about it if if this A-Rob shit wasn't happening last week, I felt like that played a little part of some of the anger of who to blame on that. And some of it was directed at A-Rob all because of the contract shit. That's the way I read into it. And it was totally unnecessary in my opinion.
1: Yes. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, I agree. If there was any other wide receiver besides Allen Robinson, I don't know that the wide receiver would get a ton of blame. I don't know what Robinson really, could have done other than what he did it was not a perfectly placed ball either it was it was a 50 50 ball and yeah I would give the Giants guy more credit than I would blame either A-Rob or Mitch myself
0: yeah I'm with you I I don't know Bears fans being upset I guess I sounded a little upset a few minutes ago but that's one instance of like just let it go you're right it was a 50-50 ball and we didn't get it it is what it is A-Rob gets most of those I mean He's bailing Mitch out all the time, so in the one instance he didn't win it, like let's not shit all over him. And I, it, it was it was maybe slightly underthrown ball, right, by Mitch. I don't
1: know. Yeah, well, I think yeah. the yeah the, the announcers are saying he should have put the ball a little higher, baby. So which is yeah, you could definitely make that argument for sure. Um, okay, play number two, Eddie Jackson interception that was called back for pass interference when I was watching it live I thought it was a clear pass interference there's a lot of people making the argument on Twitter according to the rules by like the letter of the law that was not pass interference what do you think Dan
0: uh, so you thought it was pass interference in the moment live? yes yes oh, I see, did I I was the opposite I thought okay. it was a clean I completely the opposite I thought it was a clean play, and then watching the replay, he definitely was there early, in my opinion. I I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It, yeah, it was probably pass interference. I was upset because I had the Bears defense scoring a touchdown on, on FanDuel. Not a sponsor, I don't think. Maybe, maybe sponsoring Rick. But... <laughs> The yeah, I I definitely thought watching the replay back that it was pass interference and he got there early, but it was an awesome play. It felt very 2018 ish Bears defense.
1: It did, yeah. If Eddie if Eddie's got that nose for the ball this year, then we've got ourselves a shot. I mean that that was such a game changer to go from up seven to up fourteen for a second to back up. Seven. Yeah, that was uh, that was a kick to the old penis, you might say. That is what
0: they say in the old country.
1: Absolutely. All right. Third play, not controversial, but amazing. We got to give a lot of props to Bobby Massey catching a fourth down deflection. Unbelievable. Heads up play. Like it looked like he was ready for it. Like it looked like like he's been doing the tip drill at practice. Offensive lineman. And we. So Phil from Indiana wanted us to. I assume he wanted us to make mention of this. That offensive linemen, outside of what they've been doing for the uh, for the run game, they deserve huge props the last two weeks for being heads up on such things. Where it was a recovered fumble uh, against Detroit that kept kept uh, the ball away from Detroit in in Bears territory, and then Bobby Massey. Let's not count on this all sixteen weeks, guys. <laughs> but let's give credit where credits due. Bobby Massey, great hands. Should he be a tight end? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah let's yeah we need more tight ends he had more catches than jimmy graham right did jimmy graham <laughs> have a catch i don't know i don't it's
1: a great I call like i had, don't know i think did. he had a okay. i know
0: Comet had one i i think i don't know actually uh yeah i mean that was a <laughs> that was that was a great heads-up play but i'm glad you brought that up can we talk about that series for a minute why yes we threw yes, the ball you. we threw the ball on third and two what was it third and two Yes. If we knew we were going for it on fourth down, why the fuck are we throwing the ball on third and two? Because Mitch is just forcing shit in at that point. Yep. That's the shit I'm talking about. That's that's the shit a rookie or a second-year guy does. Everything's so fucking hard with this offense. So Nagy should know, okay, we're going to pound it here. Our running game's been good. Ooh, grounded, pounded. (laughs) But why are we throwing it on third and two and then following up with another dumb shit uh,
1: passing play on fourth down. Explain it to me, Bell. No, I can't. That that's that was very that was 2019. Matt Nagy play calling right there. That was, dude. You got something very obvious in front of you, and that was just after Montgomery rattled off a 23-yard uh, running play on yes. what was it, second and 25 or whatever the fuck it was, right? And and after he'd got the first down, that was called back because of a penalty. So it's like. It's very obvious that we could get pretty much whatever we wanted on the ground. Why are we overcomplicating it? Let's burn some clock. Let's get some first downs. I, I'd love us to punch it in, but at least fucking burn some clock, Nagy. So, no, that, that was frustrating. Mitch made poor decisions as well on third and fourth. Absolutely. I mean, nobody could argue that. And, But should, the ball should have been taken out of his hands at that point. Put it in the belly of David Montgomery. Yeah,
0: dumb, 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 dumb. Everything's so hard, even yeah. for you, Matt. Stop <laughs> making it so hard.
1: Yeah, and he's done. I will say Nagy, I think, has done a really good job in these first two games. It looks like he's progressed. Like he doesn't have to be the smartest guy in the room. Hopefully, like if that maintains, then the Bears do have a shot at. Hey, I'll take that number seven seed, baby. But let's win the North and go sixteen and zero.
0: Yeah, and I, I we talk about this we've talked about this every week. We talked about this last year. Get Mitch on the fucking run as much as possible. I, I know I I mentioned this earlier, but Baker Mayfield, did you watch any of that Cleveland game? Or do you watch have you seen I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. He does those like very aggressive bootlegs where he's handing the ball off and then he'll do the, he they do it a lot where he runs I mean, he's like running like 12 yards back in a very loopy semicircle, but he sprints. He's like a sprint yeah. to get himself time. And I don't, I look, Baker's not amazing, but he's confident out there and his accuracy might suck. But I think that would be so beneficial to Mitch to do the same shit, especially if Montgomery's running the ball so well, is snap the ball, aggressive play action whatever get him out running get him running baby those bootlegs i need to see more of those i can't get enough of them and that's when mitch can't think he's got one half of the field to 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 look at do you do his
1: progressions don't have it just run man just fucking run just fucking run baby just use your legs use your athleticism let's go all right so we've talked a lot about the offense let's talk a little bit about the defense we talked (laughs) <laughs> for almost 30 minutes about the Bears' offense, which is deserved. It's typical typical Bears. All right, so Bears defense, they've given up only 36 points this year. Again, not playing the two uh, greatest teams in the NFC. They lead the NFC North easily in points against. So 36, like I said, Green Bay is next at 55 points given up. Uh, Detroit, 69. <laughs> Nice. And the Vikings seventy one. So shout out to the Bears for bending, not breaking, because they have not seemed amazing. All right. Is that just or is that being an entitled spoiled Bears defensive fan? What do you think? Do you feel similarly or am I being a dick?
0: Uh I think we're spoiled because of twenty eighteen was so awesome. It just you couldn't do anything against that twenty eighteen defense. Whereas last year, and did we? T- I mean, did Fangio make that big of a difference? Was he like? Why aren't we? Why aren't we playing the same way? We have the same players, basically, with maybe some improvements at a few positions. But yeah, I I think the defense looks good. I mean, it definitely it seemed you know back to the 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 meathead callers into these you know into the score and shit ESPN radio you're frustrated with the Bears defense they gave up 13 points the offense scored zero like this isn't on them this that the angst of them get you know almost scoring at the end is not on the defense completely I mean yeah they were yeah they had a chance the Giants had a chance at the end but Bears offense fucking scores this is not a problem this is not a fucking problem I it's good to see Robert Quinn I mean I think he pro football focus had him rated the top pass rusher efficiency I think how so. many sna- you know how many snaps he played I don't it wasn't much no.
1: right no I don't think so I saw a lot of uh I think Vaughters was back out there which is okay. tremendous a lot of mingo There was a lot of mingo a lot of mingo
0: I the, the defense seems pretty good I mean I we'll see this this is the test this week the Falcons offense looks looks okay they have some weapons but I it's hard to argue with you know with the pass rush god I I just wish they would blitz more I wish there were more guys coming in it doesn't seem like we do a lot of that we're just relying on those guys up front
1: yeah I think that's that's a big criticism that I've seen out there as well where it's like the difference between Fangio and uh Oh, my God. Why am I blanking on his name? The new uh, who the fuck Pega- Pagano. <laughs> thank, thank you. Pagano. Where, yeah, Fangio is more aggressive. He was, and uh, Pagano is is more he, he, the bend-don't-break sort of guy. Let's give a little shout-out to Rookie, and I think I mispronounced his name last week, Jalon Johnson. Jalon? I thought it was Jalen. I keep hearing Jalon on the radio. Yeah. I can't. Really? Yeah. Should we just stick with Jalen? Who's who's t- saying that on the radio? Is that Markish? Um, it was not. <laughs> it was not. It was not the publisher. It was uh, who? Olin Cruz. Oh, he can't pronounce anyone. It might name. have been Lawrence Holmes, who can't say huge. Oh so. no,
0: then you're okay. It's Jalen Johnson. Okay, well,
1: let's yeah. go. Let's stick with Jalen then. All right, I'm with you. Jalen takes too much thought. No offense, Johnson. Uh, he had the lowest passer rating against him of all rookie cornerbacks I saw. Uh, and there's six guys taken ahead of him. So that's an awesome start for Mr. Johnson. He looks great. He looks great. I don't know if you agree or disagree. Kyler, Kyler Kyle Fuller also looks great. Or Kyler Murray at cornerback. Either way.
0: Yeah, we have dudes at every position on that defense. No, I, Jalen Johnson's he's sweet. And Fuller, Fuller's good for like one dumb penalty every game right I mean not not in a way that's like over the top but it's like one it's like come on dude what are you doing because he he loves to just say like he'll have a terrible pass interference and I feel like he's a big like put your hands up I didn't do it guy when it was really obvious it's like (laughs) I feel like refs know that and they're like if he's gonna start complaining I'm gonna throw the flag because it's he's definitely guilty but no those guys are great uh Eddie Jackson just is he's consistent. Roquan I feel like is still s- sneaky, silent, good. He's in he's involved in everything. Trevathan I'm still worried about. Yeah. He still looks a little slow. And I'm hoping we're just gonna chalk that up to conditioning. He's been out for a while. I don't know what he, but he definitely seems old and slow. But Roquan, I I wanna take credit for when he's a pro bowler because I predicted he was gonna have a huge year this year.
1: I'll give you all the credit in the world, buddy. Uh all right, before we close out this segment, can we take a second to laugh at the Vikings?
0: Yes. Wait, can we can we get oh yes.
1: Oh no, no. yeah do you have something else? I do. I do. Oh, go, sorry. Ahead. go ahead sorry. Well, I, no, no, no. To vi- I want to get to the Vik I one hundred. Clear out your
0: notebook, buddy. All right. I got two more two more things for you. Did you happen to catch the Giants missed field goal at the end of the first half. Was it Ian Eagle who was doing the game? Yes, Ian Eagle. Why don't we call him Ian? Do we? we, I feel like we've talked about this before. I don't
1: know that. I don't think we have on air, so to speak. I don't know. It's very yeah. Why Ian? It
0: really bothers me. It really. I don't hate him, but Ian Eagle. No, no, don't do that, Ian. You're Ian Eagle. (laughs) Ian Eagle sounds like a guy you want to beers with. Ian Eagle sounds like a guy you want to fight at his country club, right?
1: Yeah, it's very pompous, no doubt. But I
0: don't. But uh, but Ian Eagle at the end of the first half, when (laughs) Giants kicker Graham Gano missed the kick, did you hear it? You didn't hear what he said. I watched it back. What did he say? He said Graham Gano, and he kicked it, and it missed it, and he goes, "Gano,
2: good."
1: I missed it what a great call it was he earns an iron from me for that that's fantastic
0: it was a great call and i i rewound it i was like did i hear that right and i was so proud of him that was fantastic but um i'm curious what are your thoughts on just the the crowd noise that they that they pump in
1: are you for it or against it so Honestly, I didn't realize that it was pumped in by the network until uh, Dan Weeder commented on it on Twitter because he was in the press box. He's very proud to be in the press box on Sunday, and it was dead silent besides whatever they were pumping on the actual field. So um, I, so I'm kind of stuck the same way that I am in, in terms of being conflicted with the Bears offense and Mitch is a Bears fan. I'm conflicted because I don't want to agree with Dan Weederer. So I don't love it. CBS did a better job than Fox, I'd say. Fox, it sounded very pitchy. CBS, it sounded a little more natural. So if we're we, going to do it, CBS oh, did better.
0: So Weederer said there, there's no crowd noise in the stadium?
1: Yes, that's what he said. It's
0: funny you should mention that because Jeff Dickerson was on – Waddle and Sylvie today, and he said that that they did have crowd
1: noise in the stadium. Oh, this is great controversy.
0: Because wow. because Jeff Dickerson said what you hear on, he's like it's just like background noise in the stadium. He's like it's not. So who's who's the liar? I'm gonna guess weederer is the liar. Yeah, guaranteed. Was he even in the stadium that day? I'm gonna mm. guess he wasn't, and he's just he's lying.
1: Yeah. I think so too. He's just looking for attention. He's an attention hog, that desperate son of a bitch. He's he's so weird on Twitter. Like he he's like he's just he's so extra. He deserves the extra label. Just yep. relax, man. Chill out. You still don't have a blue check mark, and I hope you never do.
0: He he's trying way too hard. And I love. We've mentioned this. I think we've mentioned this before. Jay Hood and Kaplan. Whenever they mention Weederer, they do the move and they go Dan Weederer, and I love it every time they do it. But um, thank you for listening to Zero Dunks, guys. we appreciate it. Thank you. But the crowd noise. I actually went back and watched the Packers Lions game today, and they on a loop. They were doing. um, I don't know. I, I don't know how they picked these, but every play and I felt like it was toned down near the end of the game they had like a like a woman it was the same fucking loop it was a woman being like woo every Ugh. fucking time it was so Ugh. hard to listen to Knock it and off. I mean it was probably the entire first half and I was like oh I can't do this anymore and it was like the same cadence and everything it was awful but I in general I like the crowd noise it's more odd to be able to to just hear everything like I'd like to hear everything you could definitely hear swearing if you listen closely like I watched I like I said the Packers Lions game today there was definitely a lot of swearing that I heard so you got to be prepared for that but I like the crowd noise it's not it hasn't been too much I feel like they've perfected it through like baseball it felt like a struggle at first but it seems like football's it is it's Jeff, Jeff Dickerson, he said it right. It's good, like, background noise. It makes it feel a little more natural.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm on team Jeff Dickerson all day, especially if Dan Weederer is the other choice. You stupid weird desperate for attention. What else is on your notebook, buddy? I didn't mean to no, cut you off earlier.
0: Nope, nope, that's it. Let's talk about the Vikings. They are trash, huh? And I let me apologize if anyone was following my picks. You shouldn't do that because I was all over the Vikings plus three and money line last week. Uh, Shame on me for thinking Kirk Cousins was worth a shit. He sucks, huh?
1: Yeah, he is terrible. So he – I looked this up today. He has a league worst four interceptions. (laughs) He's also taken two safeties through two weeks. He has a 61.9 rating. And again, Mitch has 92.2, and that's average, 92.2 for the league. And Kirk Cousins, 61.9. And he's had like a prime opportunity both weeks, well, especially week one, to cash in on like garbage time trash stats. And his rating is still that bad. He sucks. He sucks. So, our buddy, our Move the Chains buddy in Minnesota that was kind of trying to defend Kirk Cousins. I think you're on the wrong side of history, buddy.
0: Did have we followed up with him? What's does he have any thoughts about Kirk? What could you no,
1: say? yeah, I, I, he was so nice that I almost don't want to. And again, you know, Mitch is going to break all of our hearts, probably. Let's be honest. So it's, so I'm a little, I'm a little cautious in that category. So, uh, but we can still revel in the fact that Kirk Cousins is making like a bazillion dollars a year and ruining their cap space and. Fucking them all up. I think they suck. They lost a ton of defenders with uh, free agency, and now they've lost a dude to injury. I think the Vikings are going to compete with the Lions for fourth in the NFC North.
0: It definitely seems that way, right? There. Now I'm actually a little nervous that those two teams are going to both get really good quarterbacks next year in the draft, and we're going to be stuck. Oh, we will play Mitch or Nick next year. who do we pay? oh boy, and then the Vikings are gonna have fucking Trevor Lawrence, oh boy, now I'm nervous, God damn it no, Shit. they're not that they're not that bad, right? like they were supposed to they were picked to like win the division two yeah. weeks or is everyone it does seem like everyone's given up on them, and they definitely seem like they suck, which I'm not upset about, no, but they can't be this bad
1: right they They shouldn't be but out of the next 5 weeks they they play the titans who are 2 and 0 they play the seahawks that are 2 and 0 and the packers again they have to play them in the next 5 games who are 2 and 0 so even if they're decent those are three very losable games and the other two are against the texans who have to win at some point and the falcons who again we'll see this sunday how we feel about them on monday morning but yikes
0: yeah they're in trouble Whoops. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, holy shit. You any idea how many more years of him do they have? They probably got at least. Did three they extend
1: or? him? I feel like they might have extended him going into this year, but I, again, not I a big know. Vikings research guy at all. If we didn't talk about on this show or even privately the fact that he basically said, if I get COVID and I die, like, okay, I, I basically deserve to die. Like, everybody's going to die kind of a weird take from a quarterback of an nfl team kind of weird
0: yeah i do feel like i i did read a little bit more about it that that headline was a bit out of taken out of context which also not upset about i feel like he was sort of like if i get it it is what it is i don't think he was like
1: <laughs> like give it to like, me i want to yeah, die
0: <laughs> yeah i think it was taken out of context
1: a little bit but that guy's. That guy sucks. He sucks. He, he does. Fuck the Vikings. But don't do that to the Bears unless you buy them dinner first. Bears are 2-0, baby. Things are hot. Things are great. Mitch for MVP? That'll be the debate on Monday morning on ESPN 1000. Thank you for listening to this very long Bears review against the Giants.
0: Bear down.
1: Doinks. Well, as everybody knows, because everybody in the United States is a Bears fan, our beloved are visiting Atlanta this week to face the 0-2 Falcons. Dan Doinks, as he did last year and has so far this year, he's going to walk us through the enemy behind enemy lines. Dan Doinks, what you got for us this week? Oh, buddy, I'm going to crack a hams.
0: Oh. Hams. Thank you, Hams, for sponsoring. Bears going down to Hotlanta. Just made that up. Ooh, I just made it up. Hotlanta. Hot, hot, hot. Home of Ludacris, but he was not born there. He was born in Chambania, right?
1: That's right. 217 area code, baby.
0: All right, Bears, Falcons. Did you watch that Falcons
1: game last week? Just Yeah, I saw highlights. Whoops. That's a kick to the old urethra.
0: Well, let me throw this stat that people are talking about, and I don't know if you've heard it yet, but teams that scored at least 39 points with zero turnovers. Did you hear what the record was before Sunday? 440 and zero. Oh, my God. That was since, like, 1933. 440 and zero, and they fucking lost. 39 points, no turnovers. I did watch it back. Um, (laughs) The Cowboys had, I think, I'm pretty sure they had five fumbles in the first quarter. First quarter, five fumbles. They lost three of them. The Falcons, I mean, they love losing in horrible fashion. (laughs) It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Good for you, Falcons. Keep doing that this week. All right, Bears. Are 14 and 13 all time against the Falcons? Feels like there should be more more games than that. More I was gonna times say only 27 games? That seems like twenty-seven yeah. games. Did they only show up in like the seventies? They 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 gotta be a newer I don't know. I'm not yeah. a big Falcons history guy. But I got a little history on Bears Falcons. Last game, Bears played the Falcons was uh, opening game at home if you remember Falcons win 23-17 Falcons first game after their biggest choke job in history after the Super Bowl Jordan Howard dropped the ball at the one yard line right at the end of the game Sea Lions fans we know what that's like Uh,
1: Mike Lennon's debut right? Mike Lennon's
0: debut He was 26 of 40 216 yards, one touchdown Should have been two, no interceptions Uh, Tariq Cohen That had to have been his rookie year, right? Cohen's rookie year For his first game He led all rushers with 66 yards So that's fun Only other note I have is Kevin White Hurt his shoulder that game Wow, shocking How about that? How about that? uh okay bears last game in atlanta was october 12th 2014 bears won 27 to 13 i have no recollection of this game uh bears winning this one became the first team to win 750 games in nfl history how about that
1: suck on that packers
0: suck on it long and hard packers Cutler was 26 of 38, 381 yards. That's impressive, but only one touchdown. How does that work? That's weird. Uh, Alshon had 136 yards receiving. Marshall had 113 yards receiving. Holy shit. That's a day for two of our guys. Only one touchdown, and it wasn't either of those guys. Why didn't I write down who it was? Uh, Matt Forte had 80 yards rushing uh, and two touchdowns. Forte was sweet. Yeah. He should have been like a Hall of Famer with the Bears. We we fucked that up. Bears we fucked did. that up.
1: We did. That's actually who David Montgomery, Montgomery reminds me of a lot, like that yeah, style of there. running. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, give me some of that. Montgomery feels
0: thicker. Feels like a bigger guy. Ooh. Is that right? Yeah. Forte felt so. like taller a little Taller, taller-y. yes. Yeah, taller, yes. yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm with you though. I'm with you. I can get down I with that. I love
1: talking about bodies. <laughs> Next to
0: the body issue, are you a body issue guy like ESPN magazine?
1: No, I I I like see the cover on whatever social media, and I'm kind of like that's a that's quite the angle to hide your Johnson there, whoever it might be, Christian Yelich. Maybe I feel yeah. like he might have been one of the guys.
0: Javi was a nude nude ESPN guy. Yeah, it always creeps me out. All right. Uh, (laughs) uh, Devin Hester was returning kicks for the Falcons that day and did nothing. Did nothing. Yeah. Good for him, I guess. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's move on to the coaching staff. It was, you know, we had a good week last week with a lot of names on that giant staff, not couldn't match up this week, but I'm going to do my best here. Uh, Head coach is Dan Quinn. Why is he still the coach of the Falcons? Just because he was the Super Bowl guy? Is that why?
1: Yeah, I guess. Great Uh, head of hair.
0: Yeah, oh, he's got a real smooth dome. I can say that. I'm a bad hair guy. Uh, He's been the head coach there since 2015, previously Seahawks defensive coordinator. He went to Salisbury State. Isn't that a steak?
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it... I think so. Did he major in being well done?
0: <laughs> what is a Salisbury steak? I legitimately don't know what that what it is. I, I don't just imagine totally know it's either. Just, I feel like it's just something you do to bad meat. Yes, but I don't know what it is.
1: <laughs> Ooh, you've been a bad boy meat. Let me put you in the oven, baby. Yeah, I feel like it's cheap meat that's like. Yeah, like freezer steak, basically, but not like I just killed a cow and I'm gonna save it for a while.
0: Yeah, I think that's what farmers say. I just killed a cow and I'm saving for a while. Uh, okay, this is the only thing that jumped out to me, Dan Quinn, the second line of his bio uh, on the Falcons website. Here it is, and I quote: Quinn has built his program on a three pillar foundation: ball, battle and brotherhood end quote what? Ugh, disgusting oh you should be fired on the spot for that and yeah. reported to the FBI just stop it you bald fuck no three, the three pillar foundation ball B-A-L-L not bald but ball battle and brotherhood it doesn't even I don't even
1: understand it you're not a a colonel in the army. Wait, I don't know mm. if that's the correct the correct title, but you're that Dan Quinn. Right. Yeah. You kind of suck up. at life. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're giving Dan's a bad name, you bald fuck. All right, the offensive coordinator is Dirt Cutter. Mm. He's been the OC since 2019. So last year, so he would must have taken over for Shanahan then, right? Mm. Is that right? Yes. Do I have the timeline there right? Okay. I think so. Uh, Dirk mm. is uh, – no?
1: I'm starting to question that.
0: Who was the, uh, the the guy with the drinking problem?
1: Yeah, that's exactly who I was just thinking. The guy – he was like a USC Trojan yeah. guy. Yeah, drinking problem think, guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. I'll look it up. Okay.
0: Uh, Cutter was head coach at Boise State, Arizona State. He was Tampa Bay OC, and then he got Lovey kicked out, right? Wasn't yeah, that, he stole the like, job from Love, oh, Lovey. Hired him. We can't yeah. lose Dirk Cutter. Let's get rid of Lovey Smith. Well, it turns out he sucks. He was nineteen and twenty-nine as a head coach. Didn't I? Don't get the appeal with that guy.
1: What? It must be I, his name. Like it's a cool name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah this yeah.
1: Dirk Cutter guy. He's got to know what he's talking about. Yeah, let's air it
0: out with Dirk. He's terrible. He was on a. They were on a hard knocks, I think, when he was there, and. and I was like, I don't understand this dude at all. A lot of of helmets in his office. I don't know. I think I have that right.
1: Yeah, and the GM seemed like he had no idea what he was doing. I think he had just drafted, like, a kicker second round, and I think he pretty much got cut out of camp. He was horrible. Yep, yep,
0: you got it. You got it. All right, defensive coordinator is Raheem Morris, another uh, Tampa Bay head coach throwaway, another bad head coach. He's been on the Falcons staff. It's his first year as defensive coordinator, but he's been on the staff since 2015. He was Tampa's head coach. So he was before Lovey then, mm-hmm. right? Yes. 09 yes. to 2011. 17 and 31 as a head coach. Barf.
1: Not great. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian. There or you Sar- go. Sarkeesian,
0: I'm not sure. Sarkeesian, Yeah. yeah. Alright, so I got one more coach, uh defensive analyst, which I don't even know what that means. Bob Sutton. The only note I have well, one of the notes I have him is he he was the Illinois defensive coordinator from nineteen seventy seven and nineteen
1: seventy nine. Why don't you remember him, Bill? <laughs> I was negative three years old when he was hired. Uh that's that's what a stupid hire. What the hell is yeah. he related to Hal Sutton, the PGA guy? No
0: idea, but he was the head coach at Army from 91 to 99, and he was Kansas City, the Chiefs' uh, co- D-, D coordinator from 2013 to 2018. So he had a,
1: I don't know who this guy is. I, I can't even either. picture him. No.
0: That was my next question on my notes is, do you know this guy? You no. answered it. I don't either. I don't either. So Fuck that guy. Fuck yeah, him. he sucks. He looks like a nice guy, actually. I doubt it. All right, so the front office here, that's it for the coaches. I mean, literally every other guy was boring as shit, didn't know who he was. Uh, the owner of the Falcons, Arthur Blank, co-owner of Home Depot, he's worth $5.3 billion. And it, on his Wikipedia page under, you know, the right-hand column where it sort of gives you the quick snap, the only, like, the last line of it says... 2018 mls champion he apparently owns the atlanta mls team you're not a champion as an owner right no do you Uh, do you claim that not on wikipedia no chance like does like tom ricketts claim to be a 2016 mlb champion
1: yes you know that he does all the ricketts do yeah that's a good point yeah
0: yeah, also probably 2020 Fox News Man of the Year. Are uh, you a
1: um, Are you a Home Depot guy? Are you more of a Menards or Lowe's guy?
0: Uh, I prefer Lowe's, but I go to Home Depot out of convenience because they're they seem more available, <laughs> more locations around me. Sure. How about you?
1: Yeah, I I would go there. Cause I'm a huge fan of orange, so I'm just attracted oh, to that. Oh, are you? Although it's more of a That's Tennessee a orange. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is. It is. They're very helpful there. Almost too helpful. Sometimes mm. I just want I want you to leave me alone. Like I right. I'm not a handy person, but I like to try to figure it out. So don't like pepper me with questions and talk down to me. Just stop it.
1: You strike me as a guy that spends a lot of time in their landscaping department only when my pubes are too long. All right, so uh
0: what kind of last name is blank by the way? Arthur blank. It feels like someone just along empty. the way just was like, well what you got to fill in a last name here, buddy, and he's like, just leave it blank. What uh, what other explanation is blank? I don't understand that.
1: He looks like a criminal too. If you look at him, he looks like a look, like a bad he, he, guy
0: in a movie. Yeah, he's a cartoon villain for sure. Good call, Arthur Blank. Good for him. He is money. Uh, the GM is Thomas uh, Dimitrov. Do you oh, know yeah. say that name? I remember Douchebag. him from Hard
1: Knocks? Yeah, yeah.
0: Douche. He's a douche, right? Yes. Uh, yes. I don't like him. I don't he's like got high
1: him. hair. Case of the high hair.
0: Yeah, high hair. He's good hair. He's good hair. Uh, he's been the GM there since two thousand eight. So he's been there a little while. Wow. He went to the University of Guelph. What? It's a college in Ontario, Canada.
1: Apparently we have some Canadian listeners Please slide yeah. in our DMs. Is that made Univ- up? That sounds
0: made University up. University of Guelph. Uh, Guelph. Where you, Where do you go to school? Uh, Guelph. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I tried to look up the school. I would try to do a deep dive of that school and got bored immediately.
1: Do you think he went to medical school at Salisbury State University?
0: <laughs> Just for cutting into steaks. Uh, his dad apparently was um, a head coach in the CFL for years, so that's how he landed at the University of Guelph. Because he was he was born, I think, in Ohio, or I don't know. I was like, how grease does tank. a guy grease tank? Yep, help me help us out. Grease tank. What's the University of Guelph? I don't know why he would know. It's in Ontario. Uh, all right, one more note. Uh, old friend Phil Emery is a scout with the Falcons. Oh. Been there since twenty sixteen.
3: Mm.
1: I just threw up in my mouth. Just Trash. At the very the very sound of the look. Ryan Pace has his negatives. Big positive. He's not Phil Emery.
0: Phil Emery would not have not only picked up Mitch's fifth year, he would have extended him ten years after that. <laughs> And giving yeah. him two hundred and fifty million dollars after the fifth year, fifth year pickup, right? Indeed, like no common sense with that asshole. Good, riddance, yeah. Phil Emery. You suck. Fuck you.
1: Your ears were huge, and you're stupid looking.
0: Yeah, bingo.
1: Big uh, uh, no. pro football focus guy, Phil Emery. That's how he based a lot of his decisions. It seemed like that's. What he yeah. based a lot of his decisions oh, on, because he quoted a lot at press conferences. Oh. Jamarcus Webb, you know, he was actually like a top 10 tackle on PFF. Really? Any idiot with Google could make those decisions, then you big-eared gelf? <laughs> I, don't, I still
0: don't understand pro football focus. Are they just troll? I think they're just trolling us, right? Like Just us. Just you and I yeah just you and i personally none of it makes sense i mean i know whatever i spent on that subscription which was probably for six-ish months was a complete waste of money because i think even when you get a subscription they're like oh you want more info give us more money i was like this is all trash i don't understand this they'd be like adam shaheen is the most efficient player on the 2019 bears it's like he hasn't played for five weeks what do you mean they're 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 a joke and i don't i'm not mad at them because i feel like they just throw a bunch of numbers at you that they've made up and it's just clickbait shit so it works like whatever yeah. they're i don't know what they're doing to manipulate the numbers just to troll people it's working
1: yeah. I quoted him three times in the, <laughs> yeah. the, in the Bears-Giants reviewed it to, to kind of prop Mitch up a little bit. So, guilty as charged. I've been trolled. You've been gilfed.
0: Uh, so, back to the the, uh, the roster. This is easy. No Gophers or Illini on the roster. No wonder so they're 0-2. No fucking wonder. Well, uh, that's all I have for the Falcons review. But back to that game. They... Their offense looks kind of dangerous, makes me nervous. You know, I guess we could cover this more in hams and spreads and which way we're leaning on our picks. You want to hold it for that, or do we want to we'll just jump into our general feelings on the
1: Falcons? Let's hold it if we're going to talk gambling lines to hams and bread slash hams and spreads. You okay with that, buddy?
0: I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it.
1: This has been yet another engaging, informative, and sexual preview of week three Bears at Falcons. Thank you, Dan, for all of your Wikipedia trolling, buddy. You're welcome. University of Guelph, Salisbury Steak. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Hams and bread.
2: Zero dykes! Yes, yes. Zero dykes! Yes. Zero Push the ball. Push the ball.
1: Hams and bread.
2: Go! Yes! Go!
1: Kick it in! Hams and bread.
2: Let's go!
0: Welcome back, Hams and Spreads. Thank you, Hams, for being a sponsor. I've had a couple thousand of them tonight, so... David, come a slapping. Don't come a slapping. We're going to do hams and spreads. We're going to talk about bears, gambling. There might be a Rick segment inside of a segment. First time ever. Congrats on that, Bill, by the way. You in- invented a segment
1: inside of a segment. That's all you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, this is, uh, I don't mean to correct you, Damon. This is hams and bread. And then hams oh. and spreads will be the oh, shit. very I'm sorry. thick meat in the middle. No, don't apologize. I love it so much, Dan.
3: Uh,
0: I, did, I did I mention that, yeah. the hams? The hams are a slapping. Did I mention that? So I apologize. Rick, I did not mean to step on your imaginary thumbs there. I apologize. <laughs> this is hams e-bread. Hams e-pon? Is it pon? Nailed it. I'm Spanish. <laughs> Fluent in Spanish. I'm
1: not a Spaniard. Pan's Labyrinth, I believe. It's a great movie with... Have you seen that Pan's Labyrinth? No. No? Okay.
0: David Bowie?
1: It's kind of like that. Not really, actually, at all. It's not at all. (laughs) It's not. It's not. It's, It's fantasy, so I suppose that's what I was thinking. Anywho, not a big deal. It's actually the same director that one best director for that movie with the um that like seaweed monster that was fucking the human a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, he's a, something yeah. Del Toro, right? He
0: he's he's a he's a Spaniard, right?
1: Oh yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, oddly enough, Benicio huh. Del Toro. Nope, I think that's, that's it. Not no, it. oh wait, that's an actor. Yeah, he was in traffic. Yeah, Saw yeah. that in the theater. Yeah. Didn't
0: like it, but I was young. Did it win? That won an Oscar, right? For like Best Picture. Did should not have though. No, it's like Best yeah. Cocaine. I think is what yeah, it should have won. Like, Monst- Ooh. Ooh, this camera looks dirty. Ooh, give an Oscar. Blah, blah,
1: blah, 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 eating up Oscars. Yes, eating them up. But this is a sports gambling segment. America's favorite, you might say. And recently. We've talked a lot about all of the new monies that have been thrown our way by a variety of virtual sports books in the state of Illinois. Thank you, JB. Keep them coming. Another one came out over the past seven days. William Hill. They're not new to the gambling world, but they're new to Illinois. Dan, did you have an experience trying <laughs> to get an account with William Hill?
0: The short answer there is yes, I tried, and I showed some patience, so let me put down the mic here and go ahead and pat myself on the back for being very nice to William Hill. They were not nice to me back. I did everything they wanted me to, which included signing up, giving my last four digits of my social security number, address, name, email, phone number, and I took a photo of my... Driver's license, front and back. They scan the barcode on the back. Okay, we're good. It's like, oh, give us like five minutes, we'll we'll approve your account. Well, I went twenty four hours, no approval. It's like, eh, we're still figuring it out. So it did a live chat. Their live chat feature much better than Points Bet. Points bet the bad one? Yeah. Yes. Because they tell you where you're at in the queue and they also tell you the average amount of time until you'll mm. be there. So good good on you, William Hill, for giving me an idea there. Talked to my friend Spencer, who uh, I found out is in Las Vegas. He said it will be approved within the hour. So that was good. Uh, Tried to get him to listen to Zero Doinks. So, Spencer, I hope you're listening. But he said he's a Raiders fan now that he's in Vegas. Sorry, that was a burp. Uh, But... That approval did not happen within an hour, so I, em- I emailed them. I said, hey, what's up here? What's going on? You know what they asked me for, Bill? What? They asked me for a copy of my driver's license. I already gave you that, you fucks. They asked me for a utility bill. What? Am I at the DMV? They asked me for a signed W-9 for my taxes are you fist fucking me William Hill no I'm not giving you that shit so I sent a very snarky email back that I said no fucking chance I'm giving you all of that I've already given you my driver's license when you're ready to take my money and get serious Billy Hill you let me know so William Hill I am out
1: yeah I haven't even attempted to download the app much less go through that train wreck of an experience you might even call it a traffic jam oh. best picture 2000 i don't know it might not have been 2000 uh and it definitely wasn't called traffic jam but it should it should have been <laughs> that was like uh, the ripoff
0: yeah the off version traffic jam so i i uh i did have a buddy who signed up for it and he's like yeah i had no trouble getting in so maybe i maybe i'm being flagged for some reason with the gambling world it's not like i'm wagering that much at all so are you a terrorist uh, i might be i might be i haven't tried to get on an airplane recently but my buddy's like i was telling him the same story about all the hoops i had to jump through and he just goes you know what it's not worth it it's just like an old stodgy and what you would expect for william hill he's like there's no like no promos no odds boosts it's just straightforward a gambling and you know what that's not what i'm looking for right now so william hill yeah out
1: yeah, we're not Iowa. We have more options. So, although, thank you, Iowa Tim, again for getting that Illini national champion basketball 2020-21 wager. in. on behalf of Dan Doinks, myself, Pat, and Rory Doinks, thank you, William Hill and Iowa. Besides that, a uh, fuck you.
0: Yes, thank you, Tim. Fuck you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and I'm
1: sorry. Ham hey, slapping. Slapping. All right. So we hinted last segment about the Bears Falcons line. Last I saw, Dan, correct me if I'm wrong, Bears plus three and a half at Atlanta. Is that holding strong?
0: Holding strong. Bears plus three and a half, over unders 48. Bears and Falcons both are one and one against the spread so far this year. So that's a toss up on which way to go.
1: I want to hear what you think first. What do we got? So, as you know, not a huge spread guy. Ooh. I love red money line in either direction, typically, with the favorites putting a lot to win a little. That backfires every once in a while. This week, I would go Bears money line, because I don't think the Bears are going to lose ever question mark we'll see you got to listen to the next 13 games worth of podcast no hams are slapping with me too english is not not working i would take bears money line and then i would double down and take bears plus three and a half dan what would you i would ignore uh i would ignore the over under so bears i'm looking on Fanduel right now bears
0: are plus 166 money line so that's your move sucker bet but I'd do it <laughs> Here's what I would do And what I will do At the very least I would definitely take the Bears Plus three and a half Free money How, However Uh-oh. I, think the, I think the Bears are losing this weekend Ugh. I think we're going to be in another close game And our luck will have run out Santos is going to miss an extra point That will eventually come to bite us in the ass. Falcons kick a field goal right at the end to beat us by one. Twenty eight, twenty six. Nope, that's two points. I'm going two point. So yes, I like the Bears plus three and a half, but I do not like Bears money line.
1: Okay. Does that mean? No, no, you gotta, we're all about honesty here on Zero Dunks, I don't want you to be handing out cups of Kool-Aid, cups of Kool-Aid, to people, to our listeners, to me, your podcast partner, I want the truth, and you're thinking the Bears are going to be 2-1, and however, also 2-1 and against the spread, so I'm glad I'm doubling down, so to speak, and also taking the Bears plus 3.5 on top of the money line.
0: Let's be honest, if you listened last week, you heard my Vikings uh, pick, and it turns out that they're the worst team in the NFL. So I hope I'm wrong, but I feel like the Bears could be in trouble this week. The Falcons offense could score a few quick ones on our defense. And then we got to rely on Mitch to bring us all the way back. I don't know. I don't know. The the Falcons defense is terrible. If Mitch can't do it against this Falcons D then there's <laughs> the score and ESPN 1000 are going to be on fire on Monday, but I don't know. I'm going to stick with it. I like the bears and the points, but I think they're going to lose. Sorry, not sorry. And you're welcome.
1: <laughs> okay. That's, that's totally fair. All right. Before we get to Rick's picks, for the week his three picks he is mr two and one quick shout out to brother dave the original hams and eggs guy not necessarily fans and eggs he hit a 10 team parlay on fan duel he won upwards of four digits of cash he was red hot he wasn't sure should he hedge what should he do? Because it was all about the Kansas City money line winner, as well as Baltimore at the three o'clock hour on Sunday afternoon. And he he did well. He did real well. He did not hit that cash out button. Congratulations, brother Dave.
0: Yes, congrats, brother Dave. From the clouds, he sent us that. I haven't heard from brother Dave in like two months, and he's like, well, "Whoops, just won a bunch of money." What do you guys think? That was awesome. I'm so proud of brother Dave. Drinks are on you, buddy. Next time we see you, drinks are on you cuz I'm sure you got all of your gambling tips from Hams
1: Epon. That's right. Speaking of a segment within the segment which Dan was not speaking of right there at all, we are going to kick it to Rick Fieldsman for his three hot hot picks. Rick Take it away, buddy. Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads, hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams, hams, hams and hands and spreads. spreads. Aliga, Gy- spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads, hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads.
0: Our buddy Rick Fieldsman.
1: Hams and spreads, hams and spreads. Hams and spreads, hams and spreads.
2: Rick Fieldsman. Feels... Rick feels... My dad. Hams and spreads. Featuring me, Rick Fieldsman. All right, Doinkers. We are back. Mr. Two and one five weeks in a row. Are you kidding me? Oh, who thought it was possible? I surely didn't. But I am glad to be back. They keep inviting me back, and I couldn't be happier. Here's what I'm going to do this week. I'm going to give you three red, hot, hot picks. Two of them will hit, one of them won't. You never know which one, so you got to keep you on your toes a little bit. But, oh, this might be the easiest board of all time. Oh, I got the hottest picks. This is zero doinks. This is hams and spreads. This is making money. That's what we do, baby. We're just making some money. Should we get started? Let's get started. Hams and spreads. Pick one. All right let's go first pick we are looking at the Minnesota Vikings versus the Tennessee Titans I'm gonna tell you who I like in this one I like the Vikings I love the Vikings I'm betting on the Vikings. Plus two and a half. I am taking those points. Why? Delvin Cook is going to scramble up some eggs this week against Ryan over the hill, Tannehill. You can't do it again, Ryan. Guess what? The Jaguars beat the Titans against the spread last week. How do I know that? I called it happening. Don't listen to that, Tim, no one gives a shits on social media. He doesn't know what he's talking about. You come to me for the hot hog picks. I knew the Jaguars were going to cover. I know the Vikings are going to cover. They might win outright. Right, I'm really excited about this one. Let's go. One and zero. Second pick. Let's go. Hams and spreads. Pick two. Second pick. Another easy one. We're looking at the Raiders versus the Patriots. Raiders are five and a half point dogs. Are you crazy? Did you see that aggression kicking that 54-yard field goal on Monday night? Are you kidding me? I love it. Bo Jackson, he's crushing these Raiders. They're just going to work it against those Patriots and Tony Eason out of Illinois. You kidding me? You think he can do anything? Are you crazy? Bo Jackson, baby, he's playing all the sports. Love the Raiders over the Patriots. Five and a half points. You take those points. Take the points. Take the raiders two and zero, maybe might be one one two and 2 wins in this one let's go final pick let's move it take the raiders win the monies hands and spreads pick three printing money's pick of the week printing money's pick of the week is brought to you by william hill sportsbook with over 85 years of betting experience we aim to provide you with a superior betting platform All we need to verify your identity is your second grade report card from Mrs. Buckman. Didn't have Mrs. Buckman in second grade? We will gladly accept your fourth grade math homework from Mrs. Carpenter. Didn't have Mrs. Carpenter for math? Please Xerox your face and ass cheeks on the same piece of paper and fax them to us. William Hill Sportsbook. I hope you're flexible. All right, for my last pit, we are changing it up. We are moving away from professional football. Which is why I'm looking at the Detroit Lions, who are obviously not a professional football team. They are playing the Arizona Cardinals this week who look strong Matt Patricia he's going to have to dig deep into that moo of his to find an answer against the Cardinals. But all he's going to find are Brad Biggs' Kane's chicken receipts. Arizona are given five and a half points. i gladly give double that. The Cardinals are going to take care of the Lions. Lions are going to be 0-3. They're going to be lost puppies in the NFC North. Go with the Cardinals. Give the points. Tease those points a little bit up if you need to. Because they're going to win by double, 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 double. They're going to win by the double, double. And that's what we're going to go with. Printing money's pick of the week. You're welcome. That's it for this episode of Hams and Spreads. I hope I gave everybody a case of the funds. All oh, the hams are a slapping, so don't come a slapping. Have a great week, everybody. Enjoy these last fleeting days of existence. And remember, have a good one at the windows. Crazy for
1: this one, Rick. And this has been the world's greatest. And first, segment within a segment, Hams and Spreads with Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman is the smartest person in the world, but Fieldsman can make you a lot of money. Whoa, Rick bringing the energy this week, three kind of controversial picks, I would say. What do you think, Dan? What do you think of Rick this week, buddy?
0: You really went out of limb on uh, those three picks. Holy shit. He had to have been nude during those picks, right? Like, there was the way he was talking, just made me uncomfortable. But that's really just Rick in a nutshell when he's nutting.
1: (laughs) Nut, yes. He has been two and one since debuting this segment within a segment each week. He's fantastic. I mean, he is on fire. He did not lead Tally Sight, shout out Tally Sight, but he he did great again. I think he was like 10-6, and 11-5. He's incredible against the spread, unlike myself most weeks. I think all three of us actually had a good week too.
0: Oh, okay. I was just going to ask you. Yeah, I forgot to look it up today, but a little scared to to
1: take a peek at Tally because I don't think I did very good, but you're telling me otherwise. Thanks, Bill. Yes, you're above 500. I think you and I are tied-ish, and Rick has a generous lead. But that's how Rick rolls, you know? Rick roll. Oh. Rick roll. Rick Astley? Never gonna give you up. Never gonna hear ho-ho. Never gonna hear ho-ho. ho-ho-ho. I think I nailed it. I think you did, too. My parents went to a Rick Astley concert once when I was a Mm. Why? Probably that that song alone was that a thing does he
0: have other songs i doubt it uh is he australian is he a nazi uh he's some type of non-american yeah yeah that's which is fine yeah Good for you yeah. i established earlier that i'm a spaniard so it's fine i could see your dad getting down at a rick astley concert
1: yeah he's not a xenophobe He enjoys the sounds of non-Americans, and Phil Sr. knows how to cut a rug.
0: No doubt. Uh, Do you have any teasers of the week? I do, and I apologize for my teaser uh, picks last week. New Orleans fucked us all, guys. They fucked us all by going into Las Vegas and taking a big old dump in the new Death Star. So, fuck you, Drew Brees. I'm going to take a knee right on your face. All right. So, actually, I I don't love all these teasers, but I'm going to give you a couple that if you're dying to do it, let's do it, baby. I have Bengals plus 13.5 at Philly. You're teasing that up. That's a seven-pointer for you, baby. I like the Cardinals getting points at home. What against Detroit? We talked about Detroit in great length. They stink. Matt Patricia's getting fired. Cardinals, you're going to get it plus two and a half. Kansas City at Baltimore, game of the week. I think it's a Monday night game, right? Yes. Does that sound right? But you can get Kansas City at plus ten and a half. Are they going to lose by more than ten and a half? No fucking chance. Take the Chiefs plus ten and a half. Packers, You can get it plus 10 at New Orleans. I just told you, Drew Brees and the Saints stink. They stink. You're getting 10 points with the Packers. Fuck the Packers. But take those points and gobble them up. You know, one more uh, teaser. You could do it either way. I haven't done that yet, right? Take it either way. I feel good about it. You want to hear it, Bill? I'm all ears. It's Cleveland- at home against Washington, whatever you want, you want to tease Washington up to fourteen points, do it. You want to cl- tease Cleveland down to a pick'em, do it. Whatever you want, I, you can't do both. I don't hmm. think. I I'm don't think that's ask allowed. Okay, I don't think so. Um, I don't love all of those, but if yeah, if I had to pick two, I would do a 2 teamer If you don't love, I I got a little over my skis with three last week because new Orleans was the last one I would go Cardinals plus two and a half they're not losing that game and I'd go Bengals plus 13 and a half there you go boom Bum. two-teamer right there bump
1: bump do it make all the monies you can give Rick Fieldsman a call and thank him for all of the equity you now have in your pocket, in your wallet, in your house, and in your soul. Thank you. This has been hams and bread with a bit of hams and spreads right in the middle. Dan, thank you for your expertise and Dan's teasers of the week as well.
0: I apologize for screwing up the segment names. I don't. I can't keep track anymore, Bill. I'm, I'm really sorry about that. The hams are slapping, but in my defense... We have a lot of ham sponsorships on every. I mean, our segment within a segment both start with hams, and I'm not a smart man. Everyone knows this. If you've been listening, no, it's not true. You know, I'm a. You know, I'm a dummy. Just cut me some slack, all right, guys. But thank you for listening, and I'm sorry.
1: And you're welcome. (laughs) Give Dan some space. See you next segment. I eat pan. Do you have a bear that you fantasize about every Sunday? So do we. It's Bears Fantasy Corner. Zero
3: doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks.
1: Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Ooh it's another week that means it's another opportunity to make a lot of monies depends on your fantasy league if you play daily fantasy it's bears fantasy corner with dan doinks and bill doinks dan how did last week go week two
0: you took mitch again i have a strong feeling that you'll do it again this week I'm going to start to see a theme if you do it again this week, but we'll, we'll wait on that. Mitch ended up with 19.2 fantasy points. Not great, not terrible, but it is what it is. I took A-Rob in a last-minute move. I was going to take Montgomery, should have done that. But I took A-Rob, who had 4.05 fantasy points. Gross. Give him an extension pace. Come on. So not great. Not great, but... I still don't know how we're scoring this. If we're scoring it any which way, you win. You're 2-0. If we do you. it by week? Who wins by week? You're up 2-0. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. there we go. Like skins. Yeah. <laughs> Is that racist? Don't say that.
3: Oh.
0: <sighs> All right. So let's do, uh, before we get to our picks this week, let's do the top performers. Do you want to guess? No. Okay i thought as much uh dac was a top performer this week with 47.05 points good for you against the falcons let's do that mitch uh russell wilson top performer again 46.92 points he looked awesome on sunday night did you watch any of that game watched all of it yeah
1: it was how a fantastic performance by Russell Wilson.
0: Yeah, how weird. Like that was like a, a very strange uh scene without any fans in that stadium. More yes, so than anywhere stadiums, else. Yes, yeah.
1: totally agree. That was I, I did not like it.
0: I didn't either. I'm gonna go on the record and say I don't like COVID, guys. <laughs> you know what? I forgot to I forgot to mention that in uh our Bears review. I was extremely sad to not be at soldier field mm. on Sunday. Yeah. It, you know, and sad and very angry. Cause if you're one of these people who's like, I'm not wearing a mask, it, it infringes on my rights as a human, as an American, do me a favor, go to your closest mirror, look yourself in the eyes and just tell yourself until you're bleeding in your fucking ears. I am a pussy. You are a pussy. You didn't wear a mask because of whatever fucking reason. Because you think, ooh, uh, oh, these snowflakes want us to wear a mask. I'm not doing it. I want to go into my Walmart and I want to be able to breathe. Well, you know what? You wear fucking pants and your dick breathes just fine, you fucking asshole. You ruined it for me. And I know that's not important in the big scheme of things, but you fucking ruined it. I was depressed to see an empty soldier field, and I should have been there next to the barrel in the United Club, slugging down my 45th beer. You fucking ruined it for me, and you ruined it for all of America. Fuck you. You're a terrible American. Go back to Russia, you MAGA pussy. Okay, whoops. Got a little political there. All right, so our third best fantasy performer, Josh Allen... (laughs) Was that too much, Bill? You can cut that out if you want. It's
1: fine. It's fine. It, it, all right. I, I loved it. I'm equally as upset. I just wanted to... I wanted pictures of that barrel, so... I know. You ruined it for me, too, you fucks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bill. Some,
0: sometimes it's... I don't want to bring politics into it, but if you're not wearing a mask, you're a pussy. That's all there is to it. You're a fucking yeah. pussy. You're you're a pussy. I'll say it again. You're a pussy. You're Look yourself in the mirror and say, I am a pussy because I'm not wearing a mask. I'm a pussy. I'm a pussy.
1: I'm afraid of cloth. My Ooh. nose can't breathe. I'm I can't breathe. Dead. It's affecting my lungs.
0: Do you think like those people before COVID were roll, like roll into a hospital to have surgery and the doctor's just like, I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm just going to cough all over your open wounds on your body. They're just like, yeah, cool. I get it. Nope, you weren't doing that. You're a pussy. Grow up. Get out of this country. You're a terrible American. You ruined football for me and everyone else. I should have been there, but you fucking ruined it. You pussy. Oh, Let me say the it again. Fucking yeah. Do it.
1: You're a pussy.
0: You're Wear a, a pussy. Mask, you pussy.
1: You cost the Illini three non-conference football wins this year because you wouldn't put a fucking piece of barely anything over your mouth and your nose. You fucking pussy.
0: All right. Sorry. This isn't fantasy pussy corner. This is fantasy football corner. Is there a bear you fantasize about? (laughs) All right. Let's get back on track here. Josh Allen finished third. 45.73 points. He's pretty awesome. Did you see that uh, movie he had in Miami where he just threw that dude on the ground?
1: Yeah. He was Who running was like a gazelle. Who, uh,
0: <laughs> he does not run like a gazelle. He's <laughs> he's an elk. We established this last week. He is a fucking elk. All right. Let's do the bottom performers, the worst performers of the week. I know one of them. I know one. Hit me with it. Kirk Cousins yep he was the worst one Minus 2.48 points I'm surprised it wasn't more You suck Kirk Cousins Uh, Second was Drew Locke Probably not all his fault He got hurt He was uh, negative 1.95 points Okay The third worst performer Benny Snell Pittsburgh running back Hmm. Minus one and a quarter So okay I think he had a fumble. I don't know. Who cares? So that's what we got. That's what we got for top and bottom performers. Sprinkled in a little bit of pussy talk. Sorry about that, Bill. Like I said, feel free to cut that out if you want. And if you do, now you got to cut out this part. So, (laughs) apologies.
1: It's not getting cut out. That's just. Let's just. The consensus has been made. All right. Um, Okay. Let's talk about my pick because I'm going to lead this off because I'm two and zero, but things might change this week. Dan thinks that I'm going to go with Mitch. Let's see how it plays out. So, the Atlanta Falcons—they've given up two 100-plus yard wide receiver performances this year, that being Amari Cooper and Dee Dee Lamb—and they've also given up two 90-plus yard performances. Metcalf and Lockett both on the Seahawks, okay? So let's be honest, our wide receivers aren't as good as most of those, if not all of those four. No offense, uh, Robinson, but uh, those are four very good wide outs. But one of our wide receivers is due. We talked about him earlier. His name is Anthony Miller. In domes, Anthony Miller has averaged Three receptions, 52 yards receiving, and one touchdown. However, here's what I call an angle. He has a pass attempt in a dome oh, for a completion, I think, of eight yards. This <laughs> Sunday, what's going to happen is he, not only will he get those three receptions for 52 yards and one touchdown, his average, he is going to complete a 30-yard pass, and it's going to be a for a touchdown, giving him approximately 20 points for the week. Who's going to receive that touchdown? I don't care. I think it's going to be Mitch, actually. It's probably going to be <laughs> Mitch. <laughs> and Anthony Miller is my click-to-pick. How about you, Dan Doinks? I love it. Very in-depth. I, I want to go
0: back. Cowboys wide receiver, the rookie. What did you
1: call him? I called him D.D. Lamb. I, I that's probably not no, right.
0: It's C.D. Lamb. Okay, I just wanted to clear that up because yeah, we're that's big fine. research guys. Everybody I'm an idiot. Knows that. All right, Bill. Well, I'm also not going with Mitch, but I have someone on the offense as well. That's not surprising because that's what you do in fantasy sports. But this Bears player is going to have. Six receptions for 88 yards, two touchdowns, Whoa. and one jet sweep for 40 yards. Do you want to guess who that is?
1: Cole Komet?
0: That's exactly who I'm taking oh, this week. Oh, damn it. Cole Komet. He's going to have a breakout game against a shitty Falcons defense. We're going to be talking about him for rookie of the year after this game. Cole Johnson Comet. Just made that up, that middle name. I don't think that's it. The local kid from Buffalo Grove? No, that was the other Zipikowski. He's a Buffalo Grove guy. Arlington Heights? I don't know where he's from. I don't remember. Cole Comet though, he's my click to
1: pick. Excellent. I love it. I love it. How much do you have to think about the phrase click-to-pick or pick-to-click before you say it? Because you came up with it. I did not, but it's an old Hawk Harrelson that you put in reverse. He put in the spin cycle. I have to think long and hard before I say that phrase. I don't think about it at all because I know however it
0: comes out of my dumb brain is the wrong way, but right for zero doing. So I don't care. No, I don't think about it at all. Until you say it, then I'm like, "Is it pick to click? It's pick to click. Is that yes. the real thing?" That yeah. yeah, click to pick. Yeah, that's uh. It's like I don't even know. Like they both sound right and wrong. It's confusing. <laughs> they do. <laughs> <laughs> what are you like clicking a mouse? What is what? Oh, I don't understand. Double oh, clicking clicking up, that up, mouse. Up, Click 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 click.
1: <gasps> I'm so lonely. <laughs> My better half is gone on a business trip. Double click 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 click. Linda Lips.
0: R.I.P. Linda Lips <laughs> I don't know, so I don't I don't think much about it. I just grip it and rip it, if you will, with the click Ooh. to pick, pick to click. But Cole Clement is Clement? Nope. Clement <laughs> is my
1: <laughs> hamster <are> is slapping, everybody. <laughs> this is great. So many hams. Thank you, hams, for your generous sponsorship, as well as Th- Anchor and Tally Sight, but not really. Yeah. They, what did, did
0: you taunt Tally Sight and try end up paying us last week? Was that right? No. I may have edited my oh, words because I felt guilty. Oh, okay. I felt guilty. Okay. Whoops. Sorry, Tally Sight. Well, it's fine. you don't have to edit this out, but Bill may have suggested that you pay us for our terrible picks. I did. <laughs> and you'd you just be paying rick so you get thumb reconstruction surgery <laughs> uh but, but thank you hams thank you tally site fuck you anti-mask people you ruined it you pussies i should be at soldier field oh and people shouldn't be dying because of you you fucks
1: yeah most importantly Wear a fucking mask, you dumbasses. If we want March Madness not in a bubble, that's not happening. It'll definitely be in a bubble. But let's just get back to some normalcy. Put something around your ears and over your fucking face because you're probably ugly anyway, no offense.
0: There's definitely a correlation between anti-mask people and ugly fucks. Fuck you. Wear a mask, pussies.
1: This has been Bears Fantasy Corner. (laughs) See you next segment. Also, there was supposed to be fans and eggs tonight in Atlanta, but there was a family emergency from our guest. Hopefully all is well. Sorry that there won't be that segment this week, but we'll be back next week with that. Zero doinks. Here we go. Hams, hams, hams and Ted. Ham, hams, hams and Ted. Hams, hams, hams and Ted. Hams, hams, hams and Ted. Baseball talk. Here we go. Hams and
0: Ted. Baseball talk. Here we go. I was telling Bill off air that if you put a gun to my head and said i'm gonna shoot you if you don't if you smile during that hams and ted intro you just you'd immediately put a bullet in my head because it always makes me smile did that make sense the hams i've had one i've had just barely any hams and they're already a slapping we're gonna do some baseball talk how do we want to do this bill do we want to hear the good your socks or the bad my cubs
1: well, the Sox recently, in the last week, has not been so good, so I guess we're starting bad, but I want to hear about your Cubs first. Okay.
0: Cubs are 32-22 and 22 overall. As of today, they'd be the two-seed, I believe, in the National League. Uh, they stink, though. They just cannot hit. They scored one fucking run in the series against the Twins. Not one a game, one total they suck uh, Chris Bryant's hurt again he hurt his oblique so can we classify that as a sort of a rumbly tum-tum again for our old friend Chris he's had an atrocious year the same old shit I, I think this is like three weeks in a row at least three weeks where I've just said the same thing they're in first don't know how they stink still my biggest fear is that Cubs when they get to the playoffs I think they'd be matched up with the Reds at this point I think I heard that on the radio not sure how the Reds are sliding I think they've been playing better I don't know it's hard to follow right now it's football season but my biggest fear Cubs get in play the COVID Cardinals and lose and then 2020 takes another hit for your old pal Dan here fuck you Cubs be better hit hit better come on come on guys all right Bill tell us about the Sox
1: All right, well, Sox have lost four out of the last six. However, they're winning in the 10th, as we're speaking right now, against Cleveland. I am scrolling through my things, trying to keep updated. It's just fantastic. They're trying to get a clutch win in extras, but they are only up a game and a half over the Twins headed into tonight. They are a game and a half behind the Rays for the number one seed. They are jammed in that two spot right now where they would play Cleveland again, and Cleveland kind of has their number a bit this year, so I'm hoping that that matchup doesn't happen, although I'd rather that than the Sox slip to four if the Twins win the division, because then they may be matched up against the Yankees, and ugh, that's, that's not a first-round matchup I want to see. So, still in the playoffs, guaranteed, clinched a spot last week. But they have some work to do to win the Central and even more work to do to get the number one seed. Yeah, but I love them. Go White Sox. Go Bears. Ooh, uh, was it Frank Thomas that was on the air recently
0: who was bitching about Louis Robert being so far down the lineup? Did,
1: did I hear that right? I don't know, to be honest with you. It, it, I, it would have been either Frank or Ozzie, though, with postgame stuff.
0: I think it was Frank Thomas, and he was just bitching about – why Robert is uh hold on, real time update. Cleveland almost hit one out to tie it up, bottom of the tenth, bounced off the top of the wall. Shit. Double. Three two. Socks. Three two socks. Lindor came about six inches from hitting it out. You're good. Ooh. You're good. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but but Louis Robert should not be hitting six. Seventh in that order, right? Is that a Renteria, like, just stubborn, doing whatever the fuck I want, please fire me type of move?
1: Yeah, he's – and and Robert's been slumping of late. He's not been that great the last couple of weeks. But, I don't know, I'd jam him in front of a Brayu, make pitchers actually have to – Throw strikes to Robert before you get to the hopeful MVP of the AL. Put him between Anderson and Abreu. Help him out. Help him out. Don't put Moncada at number two. He's struggling too. So, yeah, yeah. Come on, Ricky. I haven't ripped on you in a while, but come on, man. Help a rookie out.
0: I, I'm. That's fair. So you guys, what do you think? You're keeping Renteria? Then is he a lock now for next year?
1: Yeah, I yes, he is an absolute lock for next year, no matter what happens the rest of the way, it, which I can't blame Hahn or the Reinsdorfs for hanging on to him, but I still kind of think Renteria stinks, and he'll be exposed at some point in the playoffs, if not before, but I'm just happy that they're going to be in the dance. Good for
0: you. Cubs-Sox. World Series in the grill with all of the texas sausages this november october when is it when are the playoffs
1: yeah early I think it's october? Late october yeah okay all right <laughs> fair october. enough oh yeah, yeah 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 that's
0: fine i'll be honest it's hard for me to stay engaged with baseball now that we have the red hot bears
1: yeah and i think it's clear that even though we have two playoff teams the segment's getting shorter and shorter as the nfl season goes on so I'm with you, buddy, as much as I love the White Sox and their potential. It's football season. Give me some pigskin. Gobble,
0: gobble, 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 gobble. You know what, Chris Bryant? Why don't you work on that rumbly tum-tum, and maybe we'll get some hits in the playoffs, buddy. Let's do it. Come on. What's his dog's
1: name? Or is it his baby's
0: name? Uh, Don't know the baby's name. You're thinking of Anthony Rizzo's dog, Kevin it's a great, great name. name for a dog. He's a wiener yeah. dog, too, so you can't hate that.
1: No, no, that's all right. Yeah, I, I was talking to somebody today, a big Cubs fan, who said he basically ran me through all of the uh, batting averages of the Cubs starting lineup and didn't sound great. It's bad, right? It's hard to believe they're
0: somewhat comfortably in first place in that division, but that division is trash,
1: so that helps. Yeah, that does help. But, uh, you know, it's a new season starting in late September, early October. Playoff season, baby. I think you're going to see an all-Chicago World Series in Arlington, Texas, as Dan said, home of a lot of sausages on the grills. This is Ben, the baseball talk on Hams and Ted.
0: Rumbly tum-tum.
1: Weirdest Big Ten Minute, and I love it so much. <laughs> big Ten Minute.
0: A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini and I have a life. I
1: bleed orange and blue.
0: Gophers, minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm like pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know.
1: Whoa, Big Ten Minute. How about that? That. Oh, God, we've been waiting to get back into this for a long, long time now that the Board of Regents and Presidents have things figured out for the Big Ten Conference. Big Ten football is coming back October 24th. Dan Doinks, as a Gopher fan, how are you feeling about that, buddy? I'm not upset about
0: Big Ten football being back at all. I'm surprised overall. I thought they were going to just stand strong and wait until next year, but I'm I'm not upset about it. I assume that the Big Ten goes, you know, goes. I think goes. I think the Big Ten thought, you know what? We like our players to be safe, but we also like money. So let's go ahead and just roll it out there. Let them get a little bit of COVID, but let's make some monies, right, Rick Fieldsman? So I feel good about it. What's the what's the word with the Illini? They're going to be good? Oh. They're going to
1: suck? They're going to have fans? What do we got? So no fans. Um, they should be pretty good. They have pretty much the entire team coming back from last year. They were a bowl team, in case you forgot. I'm sure we have a lot of Illini football fans listening to Zero Dunks for sure. No, they've got quarterback coming back, skilled players left and right coming back, so I mean, it's hard to say. They've they've been practicing even ever since they called off the season temporarily. So they're ready. They're ready. University of Illinois like invented one of those COVID rapid tests. So we're not going to have any COVID in Champagne, Dan. I don't about Minneapolis with PJ Flack. Definitely no COVID
0: in Minneapolis. They haven't even heard heard of it there. I don't, go like, going back to the fans. The Big Ten say no fans at games or is it up to the schools? Do you know?
1: I honestly don't know. I have no idea. Not a big not a, not a fan big in the crowd guy. research guy. All
0: right. Well, uh, so yeah, Gophers, that's awesome. They open up uh against Michigan first game at home, so that should be awesome. In terms of the team, the big news with the Gophers is Rashad Bateman, their star wide receiver, who is Who's slotted to be a first round pick. He opted out. I think just before the Big Ten canceled the season. He's already back on campus and practicing. So he's actively trying to get a waiver to play, but he signed with an agent, so it could be tricky. Ah, come on, big come on, not Big Ten. Yeah, come on, Big Ten. But come on, NCA. Like let that shit slide this year. Things got real weird. Let him in, baby. He probably took a little cash. He'll give it back. It's fine. It's fine but that's the big news for the gophers they lost a lot last year so i don't know what to expect with this team i it's i i literally have no idea they kind of feel like they're gonna be what do we have eight what are we doing eight games they feel like a five-ish five maybe six tops win team I, i don't know it's so hard to fucking say but they lost a lot on defense, lost a bit on offense. So, Gophers, it's good to have them back. What What are the stats for the Illini? We got any specifics? Who's
1: back? Who's not? Who's hot? Who's cool? Give it to me. The only guy that they lost to a random like COVID-related issue, I would say, is uh, they had an offensive lineman transfer in from – he was like a uh, NAIA All-American, like he uses center or guard, and he was potentially going to start. Once the Big Ten said, oh, we're going to postpone things a bit," he got shoulder surgery to be like, "Okay, we're not playing." Whoops, he Whoops can't play till next year. But that's they have depth behind him, fortunately, so that's good. But no, they're uh, they have to open at Madison on the twenty fourth. So you know you're a huge Wisconsin Badgers fan and they're they want they're out for blood after the Illini upset them when they're in the top five last year so I don't know I guess catch them early they had a big uh COVID weight room issue I think so I don't think they've been able to really practice the Badgers I don't feel bad
0: I'm guessing any COVID they get there is from Barry Alvarez at fat fuck uh yeah that's a tough game to open up against um we want to talk a little uh, national championship odds for our teams? Can't do it with your Illini, at least not locally. Still fucking weird. I don't understand that. Stupid. Can't they reverse that this year and just be like, ah. Mm. We know we wrote that in, but we're just kidding. Come on. You can bet on Illini football. Why not? I, I, I still don't understand what the, what the thought process is there.
1: It's stupid. and It was rumored that Josh Whitman was behind that. He and and whoever... Is it Jim Phillips, I think, is Northwestern's AD? Like, they are all about not having the uh, uh, Big Ten, Illinois related. Like, it's like, stop it. What? Do you think your players are going to get paid off to, to shave points? That would have been happening anyway with bookies and all that shit. Like, stop it. Grow up. It's 2020. Kiss my ass, 2020. Kiss it. Let me gamble on the Illini.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I can't, I don't disagree with any of that. Uh, well, the Gophers are plus 10,000 to win the national championship. So if you want to make money, that's probably a good bet. Uh, Iowa is plus 15,000. So Vegas and FanDuel thinks that the Gophers are going to be way better than Iowa. So suck on that, Tim. But uh, Ohio state was uh second, shortest odds what do we what do we say second best odds i don't know not a big gambling guy <laughs> ohio state though they're second like most second most likely i can't talk tonight god damn it they're at plus abs. two they're at plus 250 to win the national championship which is interesting They you know big ten didn't almost, almost didn't have a season and if according to vegas they're the second best team in the country So, I understand why Ohio State, they were being huge dicks about getting the season going because you're actually playing for something that our teams may not be. But,
1: happy it's back, baby. October 24th, right? Is that the date? October 24th, that's the magical date. Not as magical, though, as November 7th when Minnesota visits Champaign. Do they have the odds for that? No, they can't because... We're in Illinois. What do you think the odds are going to be for that game, though? I think
0: Gophers would probably give at least three touchdowns. So in Champaign, Illini will be too worried about making more COVID tests, which thank you for that. That's great. But you guys are nerds. You don't know football. Gophers by 50-plus.
1: Well, we'll see about that. We are going to be talking a lot of smack that week. Uh, basketball update real quick for the Big Ten Minute as well. That has been approved. I don't know if you saw that, but they are going to start uh, College Hoops Thanksgiving week. The day before Thanksgiving, supposedly, is day one. Non-conference is okay. So that was kind of, will they play just conference games? Will they not? But the the rule, apparently, is there's a 27-game maximum for any team this year. Um, You have to play at least four non-conference games. The Big Ten ACC Challenge this year where it's usually you know, one game per team, of course, there, sh- there may be multiple games involved. So the Gophers could play two or three different ACC teams. They may bubble up somewhere. So that might be interesting to take care of some of that non-conference. But I'm very excited. Practice starts October 14th. The Illini I saw today at uh, Andy Katz had him as the number four team in his preseason rankings whoa walking emoji boners
0: go on I, I i did not know that about hoops but that's a that's a bonus buddy yeah they're gonna are they just gonna do throw bubbles everywhere is that that seems to be the talk with hoops put them yeah. in a bubble put them in a bubble put them in a bubble that would be actually awesome if they just had if they did the tournament and just did one bubble and just did 24-7 games, oh, baby, am I going to yep. be poor.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are talking about something similar, actually, in Indianapolis, because that's where the Final Four is scheduled to be. So they just may do the entire tournament there and do it and not care about Thursday through Sunday, just basically just just run that shit through. Oh, man, I know. I, oh, oh Randy. Brandy. Do we just live in Davey Nobehavy's basement like that entire month, basically? I think so.
0: I would need Dave to get tested before I step into his house, just to be perfectly honest with you.
1: Where do you think his D has been? Inside of a fruitcake. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But apparently that's where COVID started. Inside a pastry. <laughs> you ever had a fruit cake? You ever actually eaten I one? I don't
0: think so. Is yeah. that like a jello thing with a bunch of fruit in it? Like uh like sure. pineapple? I actually don't know. I don't know what a fruit cake is. I'd try it.
1: Would you? Okay. Um yeah. I know it's a big Christmas thing, so I know what I'm wrapping this winter for you.
0: Please, yes. Thank you,
1: and you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) This has been the Big Ten Minute. Football coming back in a month, baby. Basketball in two months. Championship. Big Ten. Roadabout. If you ever wanted to follow us, do it at Zero Instagram, at zero doinks. Twitter, at zero doinks. to our DMs, wet, wet, wild. If the hams are a-slappin', don't come a-slappin'. If the hams are a-slappin', don't come a-slappin'. At zero doinks.
0: shit up Bears Falcons I predicted a loss I'm sorry but that's how I feel but I'm still rooting for a win I want to make that fucking clear I'm rooting for Mitch I'm rooting for the Bears to go 16 and 0 but I'm also trying to be realistic so I'm sorry you're welcome I gotta stop with that all right big news today for Chicago sports fans and I've been wearing the Bulls hat for like five straight weeks i think bulls hire a new coach today billy donovan i don't follow i I, i'm a bulls fan and i'm excited for the players they have on their team glad boylan is fucking gone but i don't know that i had a strong enough opinion about who was the right coach for this team bill do you have any thoughts on this shit
1: I'm happy for it, for sure. About it, for it. I'm happy for everybody. Everybody deserves a hug. Socially distanced. Um, No. What? The Bulls, I feel like today they became a legitimate franchise again just by making that move. He was the best available coach out there. He was the coach of the Thunder for the last five years, which seems like a lot. They were in the playoffs every year. In each year they had a very random-ass team. Like, they were never, like, you know, uh, an NBA Finals projected-type quite uh, type team. So the fact that he kept them relevant for five years in a place that nobody ever really wants to sign and, like, live. No offense, Oklahoma, for our listeners, but I don't think you're, like, a destination. No offense. Uh, the panhandle looks great on a map, though. I kind of want to play with it a little bit you know (laughs) just a little bit of fiddling and diddling with it but anywho um (laughs) i think if anything billy uh, billy i almost called him billy dinovan (laughs) billy donovan Uh, player development should be a a plus i know that's a big thing for ak the new uh vp i i want to call him the gm he's not technically the gm he's the theo he's the theo right so um like what I was thinking today was Stephen Adams, a guy that I think was there like his entire tenure from what Stephen Adams became this year versus when he came into the league. Like that's a great example of maybe the player development style of Billy Donovan and or his staff, which the Bulls desperately need with guys like Laurie and, and Wendell Carter Jr. And guys like that who have who have been stagnant for two plus years under Jim Boylan. So I'm optimistic about it. I'm happy. I'm excited. The Bulls are relevant. A lot of uh, players were tweeting support that are not on the Bulls even about the hire. So I love it. What about you, Dan Doinks? I know you said you didn't have it. You might not have a total opinion, but generally, what do you feel?
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I I think I'm a huge Kobe White guy. I think he's going to be awesome. I think he has a shitload of potential to be a superstar um and marketing like his his goal right now is to get to get marketing right because boylan fucked that guy up for so many years so that's his goal you know ak i'm blanking on the uh gm's name but a lot of people it seems like a lot of smart people like him
1: every ever something like that yeah yes
0: but a lot of people like that combo front office combo to actually have some influence on bringing a big name in which we haven't seen for fucking ever ever like literally ever since i mean
1: (laughs) it was so he's a first guy with nba coaching experience since scotty skiles that the bulls have brought in yeah
0: so i like that billy donovan gives us some credibility for someone who's been there who can do it who's not a by all accounts, an asshole. Maybe Donovan's an asshole, and some of his ex players don't love him. But yeah, I saw that. Like Bradley Beal was fired up today, but that's he's an ex Florida guy, right? So oh,
1: thank you. Okay, I was trying to make that connection. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I don't know if he played for Donovan, but yeah, he's yeah. still a Gator, he's right? A, he's yeah.
0: a Gator. So I like the idea that we are like open season for big name guys to come here. You know, Anthony Davis. Uh, Giannis, guys like that. Like, just at least we have a shot, because we didn't have that shot with Gar Pax, and I'm still bothered that Paxson's even in the building still. His stink, because that was it for years, is like, they know with those guys, yeah, for years, those guys in place are going to treat their top guys like shit, like they did with Rose, so... I, I'm not, I, like I said, I don't, I didn't have like a uh, strong opinion on who the next coach should be. Wes Unsel, Unseld, Unseld Jr. was sort of a big name. Uh, but I kind of went around and pulled like our smarter Bulls fans of what they thought. Rory Doinks, Kyle Doinks, yeah. who we've all met, Joe Doinks. And, What's the consensus? Uh, It seems mixed. It's sort of like, not the worst could be could have been better it's like not a sexy pick in their eyes which kind of okay. surprised me huh same so it seems to me that like maybe more of the amateur bulls fans the guys who aren't like living and dying like we do with bears the the guys who do it with the bulls are maybe not as impressed as as we might be with with the donovan pick donovan i, mean if, I just did it too yeah donovan. yeah
1: yeah, what is it? Because we're Irish, I, it's very I strange. So the, I mean, I feel like you hate to set the bar this low, but just the fact that Jim Boylan is gone, and the Bulls attracted a high-priced coach like within a, a, like a month, basically of that happening. To me, that's shocking in a way. Like I, I talked myself into West, uh, un, unselled, uns, un, what, yeah, junior. Yeah, I remember his dad. He had awesome hair, yeah. and so I'd been talking. But it's like, yeah, I mean, that's great. That makes a ton of sense. It's the, you know the Nuggets tree that obviously AK and Eversley come from, and that made all the sense in the world that 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 might have happened. And maybe, maybe we look back at this and it's a mistake that we didn't take a chance on a, on an up and comer versus a guy that's established. But given everything that's in front of us right now, it's not like Donovan's old. Like he's got a ton left in him. I've always, I've never liked him personally. I I don't know him personally, obviously, but like he's, cause he's a Rick Pitino guy. So, and he's so he's always reminded me of Rick, but like coming from that world where I just feel like he's greasy. He's tossing it in a, an Italian guy, Italian guy, an Italian, (laughs) (laughs) he's tossing it in somebody in an Italian restaurant. Maybe a guy, maybe a girl. Doesn't matter. I don't have an issue with either. But that's literally the only issue I've ever had with him is that he's a Rick Pitino guy. So that And that's stupid. Like, that doesn't mean anything.
0: You're talking about Rick Pitino. Se- Pitino? <laughs> You're talking about senior, <laughs> not junior, laughing. right? Yes, like, yes don't, senior. Don't senior. disrespect junior like that while he's oh, a gopher. Oh, shut up,
1: you gopher. <laughs> Fuck.
0: You're ta- you know, You think he's ever been to La Marinera in Louisville for that to be a two-pump jump with Rick Sr.? I think so. I okay.
1: think so. I think that's he very... took over for uh, for Lon Kruger when he came to the Illini. I think Billy Donovan was the next guy. And I had uh, somebody that lived in my floor at Illinois that was friends with the Kruger family that was like, Billy Donovan's a real jerk. And that always stuck in my head, too. It's like, okay. Uh, I think most coaches are jerks, so that's fine. He's got great hair. Going back to the hair.
0: How weird was it that he just turned Florida basketball into a powerhouse for like five? It was a pretty short stint, right? Like it wasn't even yeah. like he got out at the right time. Yes. I think that was some of the criticism that I've heard tonight. He's like, he's more of a college coach. It's like, I think it's people been a while. Just, I think people yeah. say that because he was uber successful. So it's hard to imagine them. But I think he realized, like, it's time for me to jump. Like, I have i don't need to do this anymore. Like yeah. Brad, Brad Stevens, the same way. I'm sure he'd be like, Butler to fucking Celtics. And that's worked yeah. out great. So, yes. I mean, going to OKC, he's had, did he ever coach KD? Or was that?
1: Maybe the first year. The Maybe. first year. Yeah. So, you're
0: right. He's had sort of like a weird mix of teams that he's done fine with like it's not that's a tough balance especially in the oh. west forever I was so, going to say Western yeah. Conference
1: being in the playoffs every year that's that's incredible So yeah I'm
0: I'm in cool. I'm in on on yeah. Billy Diven I'm in on Diven and I, I, yeah but anything's better than Jim fucking boiling fuck that yes. guy I fuck hope he doesn't get guy. another
1: job fuck him What should the Bulls do this off season? They've got the number 4 pick. They've got some assets. Uh, none of them are untouchable even your boy uh, Kobe White who I, I doubt would be traded but what do you do you think that they're going to make a lot of crazy moves and just mix shit up with Levine and uh, you know Levine's an attractive trade chip potentially his salary is affordable or do you build the team around him as either your number two or three I don't know what do you think who are you trading Levine for like what are you trading him for I'm trading him for uh, Tyler Bray.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's what I don't know is, like, I'm okay building around Levine because he's, like, fairly reasonably priced for a middling superstar, I guess. He's, like, $20 million a year for, what, like three more years? It's not a big burden. Yeah, But if if someone wants him and they're going to give up, because what are we doing? If we're trading them, we're rebuilding, right?
1: I mean, yeah, be kind of it'd be, it'd be it. a first round pick, right? I guess to yeah, that would be the yeah, spot, but like a late first round, like even the right.
0: fourth pick this year is not going to get us like not that's not a slam dunk, pun intended Hoop. for this year. So like that's always tricky to just be like it's not like football when you're giving up these first round picks that you're going to get something good unless you're at the very top of the first round. And who's gonna be who's gonna be doing that? That's I don't know. I, I would hang on to him and just hope that Billy Dinnaven can develop some of these guys. And I am telling you, Markinen is the be all end all for him. This is a make or break. This is he's Mitch Trubisky this coming year. He's make or break. Like it's like you're you're an adult now. Figure it out. You you were you were good, you regressed, and then you you, you know, we'll we'll give you a pass cuz you had a horrendous coach who maybe fucked you up. Now you got to figure it out. If you suck right. now, then you're you're done. Like we're done with you. So if Don Dinevin can turn him around, I think we could be we could put something together, at least make the playoffs and be more attractive for some of these big free agents. I don't know when Giannis Giannis has one more year. But this is the, the NBA is different, right? Because if he's like, I'm not going to re-sign, then they they just trade him. And I A would flipper. do any, right. I would do literally anything to get him, Anthony Davis, whatever it is. Like I would at least the similar way we talked to the Ryan Pace. Like, just let it be known that you're in the mix.
1: Why aren't you just in the
0: mix for everybody?
1: So Dan Dung said he would literally do anything for the Greek freak. Literally anything. I want to know where you would draw that line. Would there would there be a line at all? Like if somebody said you gotta toss it in America's favorite Green Bay Packer, Mark Chimura? Like would that is that a line that you'd that you'd cross? You said no, literally I, anything.
0: Yeah, you're right. I took it too far. No, I wouldn't do that. Mark is in prison, right? Uh I don't know. Is he not? He got into some trouble,
1: right? Underage. Hot tubbing, right? Or is Oops. there something after that?
0: No, I think that was it. Whoops. Speaking of trouble, actually, this can we move away from the Bulls? Yes. All right. Uh, I don't know if you saw Robert Kraft. His, uh charges are probably going to be dropped for his diddling and a fiddling case in Florida. That Oops. came out no. today. There was it. a good headline. It it said uh, it's like the New York Post. Robert Kraft gets off in Florida. <laughs> it was well such done. a great headline.
1: <laughs> good pun.
0: But my question to you, Bill, have you ever been to a massage
1: parlor? Mm, I've I've gotten massages. Yes, I, I have. I don't know that I've been to one with a happy ending. I haven't asked. But, but yes, I've gotten, I would say, in my life, probably six massages professional, each one of them awkward in their own way, I would say. How about you? You a big take everything off but your boxers and go under a towel guy? Yes. Are you, are you supposed to go completely nude in those? Have you? I no, think I have n- I think I have once, but I don't remember why. I think I was feeling I, I th- frisky.
0: Okay. Uh no, I have also probably had the same number of massages as you. Would you put it at 6? I'm probably yeah. about the yeah. same, maybe a little under. Um, but I wanted to I wanted to share a story with you okay. that was supposed to go along with our fans and eggs uh guest from atlanta yep i took a trip with a group of buddies to atlanta in 2006 for the ncaa tournament it was the regional i guess is what we call it when they have the were there only four yeah only four teams there it was duke texas west virginia Why am I blanking on the other one? LSU. LSU won it with Tyrus Thomas, J.J. Redick. It was his last college game. So we're in Atlanta. I don't know why we decided to take a trip there. We're like, let's just go to an NCAA regional somewhere. We picked Atlanta, and we went down there, and LSU beat Duke. And we went out that night and got a little bit of drunk. And we ended up at a strip club in Atlanta called the Pink Pony, something like that. Pink Monkeys in Chicago, right? Pink Pony, Pink Pony, something pony. And guess who was there? The good old Christian boy, J.J. Reddick. He was there. And uh, like I said, we were all a little bit drunk and... I decided I'm gonna go say hello to JJ Reddick. so I walk right up to him and I still get shit to this day from my buddies, because I just bef- my first thing that came out of my mouth is "Sorry about the game, dude," because he had lost that day. <laughs> and I think it like,
1: ad- like he wanted a sorry from you at the, yeah, at the pink yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and like I was like cross-eyed, I was so drunk. I still get shit to this day about it. But he was, I think at the time he was claiming to be like a good Christian boy at Duke, like like a clean image guy and where here he is in a strip club. And I'm like, this is great. He shuffled out. Like he almost ran out of there after he was recognized. He was gone. So uh, anyway, that's not the story. So we are at the strip club. We get annihilated and then we get into a cab, all of us, and most of the dudes I was with, I was not married. I was engaged at the time. Most of the dudes I was with were single. And they're like, let's go find chicks. Take us to the chicks. I, we remember to this day that the cab driver's name was B. Bruno. Why do I know that? Because he gave us his business card. What <laughs> cab driver gives you his business card? A classy B, one. A classy yeah. one. Yeah. B. Bruno. So... Bill, you, you, you know, in Chicago, if you say like, where are the chicks take us to the chicks, they're going to, te- they're going to take you to like a late night bar, right? Like a 4am yeah, bar. Sure. Not in Atlanta. They take you to a like a row of late night massage parlors.
1: Oh man.
0: He takes us to a massage parlor and I were, like I said, we're shit faced. We walk in there. It is weird as fuck. They like buzz you in the door And you walk in And there was six of us there Most of us left (laughs) Definitely myself I will say no more About who Left or who stayed
1: Yeah good move
0: But it was like the most obvious thing There was a whole row of massage parlors Open at like 1am How How do those operate Who's getting a massage at 1 a.m. Is, is bill doinks getting drunk in atlanta and saying you know what i could use right now a deep tissue massage <laughs> no you're not you're looking to get yerked off if you know what i mean soft J uh
1: i don't know that i've ever been to i know i haven't been like at the nightlife in atlanta i think i had like a my, my One of my flights got canceled once, and I spent the night in a Atlanta hotel, maybe with Rory Doinks, actually, around, that might have been um, uh, Illini Sugar Bowl 2001, when we got oh. our ass kicked against LSU, and I think we had whoops. a, yeah, whoops, but I, I've never actually been to Atlanta, uh, the Lantern District, no, something like that, something they involving also, like a candle.
0: Yeah, that's tree. right. They also have like a... Buckhead or Bucktown? Or, oh that's what i was thinking yeah what is a yeah.
1: lantern i'm an i'm an idiot i don't know what that is
0: but it, atlanta atlanta's fun i like atlanta i feel like people shit on it i had an awesome time it's a good but they're definitely have like a shady night yeah yeah and it's like and the the b bruno the cab driver was like I don't understand what you don't understand. I'm like, you just dropped us off mm. at a massage parlor. I want drinks. I need to. Dr- I need to drink more. And he's like, you said, you said girls. I was like, oh, you thought we meant hookers? No, we don't want hookers. At least I was saying that. Some, maybe <laughs> right. some in our group said, yeah, we're good. We'll see you later. <laughs> but so I could, I, I I could see how Robert Kraft being the old fuck he is could get himself into a little bit of trouble. Whoops. But I feel Whoopsies like daises. I still don't know. I don't know how that works. How does the transaction of that work? Hmm.
1: Yeah, with Robert Kraft, well that's like gotta just, have just wads of cash, like he's overpaying for that, don't you think? But why is he going to like a strip mall in Florida, right. right? To be
0: like, why don't you just give it a tug? Like, couldn't he just hire people to come to his house to do that? Great
1: question. That's a great question.
0: I or is, or is it the idea that he might get caught? Like, it's Ooh. I don't know. I, like, I'm fascinated.
1: Little bit of danger. Ugh. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna get jerked off on my way out of town.
1: Do you think he brings like a uh, a jar of craft cheese, like craft mac and cheese, when he's like, "Hey, would you mind I'm a little bit dry under my belt? Would you mind putting some of this powder <laughs> on my undercarriage and bring it up to my shaft?" Like, you think I bet that might have happened, right? Do you think that he invented craft cheese? <laughs> I he might have.
0: Uh, I'm pretty sure he did not. <laughs> I don't think he has any involvement in the craft cheese empire. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty I, sure
1: he's I'm like a real estate guy. And that's how he got his quiche. Let's just, again, I'm not a big research guy. And I'm going to speak for you that you might not be either. Let's just, you know, let's assume that he's a big cheese guy. Do you think that, like, on his way out, like, okay, let's say they use some powdered cheese to help him you know, finish. <laughs> Do you think he hands, the like, the um, performer, if you will, like a couple of gift certificates to, like, Aldi or something? Like, hey, 50 cents off, you know, your next box of mac and cheese. That's on me, Robert Kraft, the Kraft guy. I invented the Kraft cheese.
0: So you're saying like a powdered cheese, like a nice Parmesan? Is that what
1: you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Maybe a sharp cheddar under his dick.
0: He strikes me more as a get your dick in a fruitcake to get it lubed up kind of guy. I don't know if Kraft makes anything like that, but...
1: They should. Uh, It's probably a good time to mention that we're uh, sponsored by Anchor thank you anchor for all that you do for us (laughs) anywho Robert Kraft uh I think his biggest concern was not necessarily the crime but the video coming out what do you think he was so concerned about what do you think he was worried what's on that video Dan
0: I think the rumor was there was butt play involved with it as well right like he was a all right Rick Fieldsman close your ears I think there was a thumb-in-the-butt situation with Robert Kraft. So, Rick, I hope you didn't hear that. All right, take your earmuffs off, Rick. So I think that had a more... (laughs) How great would it have been if that video came out? I mean,
1: there was no way, but... Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I guess great. Great that it's out there. Would you have watched it? 100% would have watched it, yes. You? Yeah, I would have. I would have. I would just curiosity, right? I didn't hear the thumb and the butt rumor. That's what you're saying. I I always thought that his hesitation was like he had a micro penis. Oh, and he oh. didn't want the world to know that you couldn't really see much.
0: That's a good point. No, I thought there was butt play involved, but I could be wrong. Not a big Boca Raton local PD potential video butt play guy, but maybe in another life.
1: Indeed. 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 Well, this has been fun, Bill. I've enjoyed every second of it. It's been a great episode. You know, the uh, Bears are 2-0. Obviously, well on their way to insulting the the Dolphins with their undefeated season. Hard to say. Mm, Do you mm -hmm. think that they're sitting around like with champagne bottles. They thought, oh, we are free and clear of this. But, oh, shit. Bears are 2 and 0. Only 14 to go. You know, Larry Zonka just has a really lukewarm bottle of champs ready to pop. But keep waiting, Larry. Keep waiting.
0: You got to wait, Larry. And then you got to die.
1: <laughs> he might be dead, actually. Somebody I think he's look still with up. us. That's unfortunate. go bears <laughs> go bears go bears see you next week it's gonna be red hot hopefully the bears are 3-0 and headed into a game against the colts dan thank you i love you go bears <laughs>
0: love you too buddy go bears